The following podcast contains naughty language and ridiculous situations. Listener discretion is advised. So we went from Netflix and self-quarantine, good times. Then we went to social distancing, good times. And now we're at, fuck it, you're all on your own, good times. Temporary layoffs, good times. Hanging in a chow line, good times. As we approach our anniversary episode, it might not be the anniversary we wanted, but it might be the anniversary episode we deserve. So fucking buckle up, get ready. Hopefully we'll make you laugh during this time of uh, crisis on infinite chronovirus, infinity earths, whatever the fuck. Welcome to what could be the last Trick or Treat Radio. Episode 400 of Trick or Treat Radio. Trick or Treat Radio is the world's most dangerous podcast and is recorded in front of an undead studio audience here at Castle Wolfenstein, also at the Lair of Lost Swag, and also at OTC Industries this evening. We will discuss at least one film a week, except for this week. <laughs> we argue, we make fun of each other, and uh, we hopefully will give you a reprieve from real fucking life because right now real life fucking sucks. And uh, helping us to do that and to help celebrate episode 400, as always, he's on for every fucking milestone because he's our, our bud. He is one of the down boys. He is a, 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 one of our podcasting heroes and also an award-winning filmmaker. And that would be our buddy, Bill by Force. Oh, that is, that is quite the introduction, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's very, no way, very befitting <laughs> of uh, an award-winning filmmaker such as yourself. I don't know about that. Thank you very much. Obviously, I wouldn't. Um, obviously, I wouldn't miss it, uh, especially if I've got something to plug. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is uh, episode four hundred, and uh, Aries is braving the uh, the uh, shelter in place uh, warnings, and he's hanging out the, at the lair of lost swag. Uh, Ravenchild, what what do you got going on over there? I, you look very festive. Oh, so many things. First of all, I want to say big ups to Aries. We have fucking coronavirus bros. I'm, I'm instantly regretting my decision to come here when you walked in with a fucking robot. So it's called coronavirus. What's that? The boner virus. It's known as bronovirus. The bronovirus. The bronovirus. Oh, man. The Uh No, it's very exciting. Uh, what you may see on camera. Uh, is uh, do you guys ever play Risk? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, of course. It's a great game, and the pieces would represent like maybe like you'd have the soldier who's one guy, and the horse would represent like five, and then like the 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 cannon would represent ten, or give or take. The rules may change. So what I have in MZ's chair are icons that represent what I have down in the uh, in the uh, Raven Shadow uh, cellar. So currently, I'm clocking in on nine thirty racks, um, a, a fifteen packs of cigarettes, uh, carton included, 
What's not being seen is the four bottles of whiskey and the bottle of white Zinfandel I have, because I'm fucking classy. And, uh, <laughs> two more nips of vodka in the kitchen and a couple of uh, twisted teas for the lady and one roll of toilet paper, which represents one. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what, pl- what ply is it? Is it like yeah. one, one ply, two ply, half ply? Is that like that pillow bottom shit or... Yeah, there's a little pillow bottom girls make the fucking world go around. <laughs> the number one value brand. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's best. it's quarter ply then. <laughs> yeah. It's actually quarter row ply. It's uh, yeah, it's like naga hide ply. It's, so it's very uh, absorbent. Uh, Just look at it the way and it falls apart. It's nice. <laughs> also, uh, joining us via Skype also is MZ because uh, he is the most uh, immunocompromised of all of us. So he might get sick hey, um, here. I think I'm gonna step outside. I'll die. <laughs> I'm worried about Z. I really am. So, so I got that going for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much longer is a big question mark? I found. I think I'll find out tomorrow what's going on. <laughs> Where? Where what? What are you going to find out tomorrow that you don't know already know today? Apparently, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll find. We'll find out. Jesus Christ! We'll find, we can't even make a joke about that. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's very ominous. Must yeah. have buzzkill. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know if the worldwide has anything to do with the buzzkill, but who knows? <laughs> Fair. So <laughs> tonight, let me quickly run down what we're what we're what we're doing, and then we'll quickly hop into things here. But. uh we obviously are joined by Bill right right off the bat. Bill's got some new stuff to talk about, and always we we just love spending spending time with him on these milestone episodes. Uh, later on in the show, we're going to be joined by our old friend and, and also Bill's Bill's old friend. We actually uh, met him through OTC, and that would be uh, otherwise known as as Neck or Stephen Scarlatta. And uh, Stephen will be joining us a little bit later. Tell us all about his podcast, The Best Movie Never Made, and also all the, the projects he's got up his sleeve. He gets big deal pod- podcast gigs, gets to do like live in front of like audiences and shit. I know, right? <laughs> they like, sell tickets to like his show when they have them. It's like they, people want him to be there. I know. I'm like, we have to like pay people to be like, hey, <laughs> take a listen. No? All right, cool. What was that, Ram Channel? Yeah, can we pay you money for us to talk in front of our friends, please? Yeah, exactly. It's a terrible life. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And then also, later on, in the 10 o'clock hour, MZ is going to give his top 13 best scenes before a kill in the Friday the 13th film series. So I know uh, some people have been looking forward to that. And then we have a veritable shit ton of voice messages to play from all of you. So thank you all to everyone who sent in some voice messages. If you have not done so, uh, you have a small opportunity if you're listening live. Uh, We have quite a few, and we're probably going to run late as it is. But if people do have additional voice messages, uh, feel free to send them, podcast at Trick or Treat Radio, uh, and hopefully we can get a chance to play it. so as long as you get it to us before like 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we should be good. So we're doing something a little bit different here. We've got three cameras. We've got Bill in the middle. He's sandwiched between uh, Trick or Treat Radio. <laughs> How does that feel? It's, uh, it's an experience that I, I, I wish upon my worst enemy. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like a ginger radio Oreo, and you're the cream. I just feel like you and you and Monster Zero are like, yep. And then Aries is on the side being like, listen, I got nothing to do with this shit. Like, you missed the well, bill. Be a bigger thrill than you are. Practicing <laughs> <laughs> his Skype connection without uh, Aries calling us a messenger. He was not wearing a fucking shirt. And then we <laughs> a virtual tour. It was like handicapped cribs. We were through all his, all his handicapped cribs. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And he had no idea that Aries was in my kitchen. So he called me. And then, I, so I'm talking to him and I, I, I'm looking at him. He's no, wearing no shirt. Then Aries talks to him. And we're actually in the kitchen. You could, we had our phones framed so you could see the back of my head in Aries' broadcast and vice versa. And then after 10 minutes of doing that, he's like, oh, you're in the studio? It's the same fucking kitchen, bro. <laughs> It wasn't as I sat down in the studio. He saw the poster framed behind me that he just sees every week. Yeah, it was like, oh, Aries, what'd you get a fucking Miami Connection poster? He didn't. He's fucking- oh, no. Man. The studio. I wasn't expecting that because of the quarantine. I wasn't expecting him there. So that's what happened. And it was, and when when he came on, it was really, really dark behind him, so I couldn't see what was going on behind him. I didn't think it was anything. I figured he was home. Didn't recognize the kitchen at all. Well, there were photos of me in the house. Oh, how could I? <laughs> it was pitch. It was almost pitch black behind him. Thank you. Yes, that's right there. <laughs> God, I can't break that. <laughs> what? Oh uh, shit. You sound really good, MZ. Yeah, you sound great. <laughs> <laughs> we, terrible. You're not counting. It's not cutting out at all. Don't worry. It, it's not sounding great. Oh, we got a bunch. <laughs> of, you were calling good. We got a, be- a bunch of people hanging out. We got Lance Beef Pile saying hello. Quarantine in paradise here. Uh, we got uh, our boy. Love that. Um, our boy Adam Portress, or your boy too, Bill. Yeah, he, I'll lend him out. <laughs> lend him out. <laughs> lend him out. We got Carlitos hanging out. We, we got uh, Tim from Australia. He uh, says Bombaleo. Uh, we got Don Fauci, who is our, our pal, our pal Anthony. <laughs> he, he, he asks, is this being pre-taped for two nights on uh, April 4th and April 5th? Obviously. <laughs> oh, man. So we got a bunch of people hanging out. So we uh, we appreciate you guys taking the time. I know... Uh, there's a lot of shit going on in the world nowadays, or or in this day, and 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 you know, we appreciate you guys taking the time to spend it with us, and hopefully we can help you forget about the real world for a little bit because we got some fun stuff that we're gonna do. We got lots of lots of voice messages and and everything, so uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us and spending your time with us. So, all right, let's jump into things here with Bill. Bill, you got something pretty yep. ex- exciting going on, so. Uh, you always you always got something exciting going on, but what is? <laughs> I was a lot more excited about it, like a couple a few weeks back when I was like, "Hey man, would be cool if I come on the show and promote the Indiegogo for the new for the new documentary." And you were like, "Yeah, man, absolutely." And I was like, "Yeah, we just launched it. It's fucking killer. We had a great first day, and then everything changed." <laughs> yeah, so it's real. It's a real tough time now to have a, uh, any kind of fundraiser, Anything. any kind of crowdfunding. We totally get that, you know, and and sure, man. I and and and, we, and and Kyle and I get it too. That's the thing. It's like, I mean, obviously, there's never, never good timing 
for a worldwide pandemic. But like it's it's you know this everything that's going on right now. If I may put on my big boy pants for a minute here, uh, like we're all in the same boat. Like you know, yeah. MZ is going to find out about his job tomorrow. Like I basically, you know, I'm a I'm. I'm I'm a small business owner. My production company is my job. So when this all happened, literally every single job I had, I'm canceled. Everything, every everything done. Yeah, yeah. And we had launched this this Indiegogo uh, like two weeks ago now, three two and a half three weeks ago now, and it was literally we launched it on Saturday, and then the entire country was in lockdown by what Wednesday. So, uh, every touring musician that I know. A hundred percent of their income is gone. Uh, every independent artist that I know that you know, either filmmakers or like work, just gone. Uh, and we're in the middle of this trying to do a fundraiser for this movie. So I, I don't know. Uh, it's like almost like I feel bad trying to shill it, but I realize I am I am in the same boat as all these other people right now. Like it's you know, this is how like I don't I can't really I don't have a whole lot to sell. Film Freaks is out on Prime and stuff, so I'll never be able to sell another copy of it again. Like, so it's the type of thing where it's, you know, this is what we're trying to do so that when we come through this and we can all start working again, we've got the funds that we need to get going and we can hit the ground running. I mean, we're already, like, waist deep in this movie. So now at this point, like, we have to figure out a way to finish it. So the Indiegogo is the way to do it. Yeah, so let me let me just give folks a little bit of information. So this is your new project, Don't Forget to Leave, which is a film about talent addiction and what's left behind featuring Tim Landers from uh, Transit and Cold Collective. So, you know, obviously this is something that's near and dear to your heart, Bill. And, and you know, so if people want to look this up, they can look it up on Indiegogo. Just, just look for Don't Forget to Leave, or I think if you just even search for OTC Industries, I think you'll find it. But... Um, yeah. So tell tell folks a little bit about the project. Um, so we kind I know we've been kind of talking about it a little bit. I think I've mentioned it the last couple times I've been on the show. It's really what we've been Kyle and I have been working on for a little over a year now. Uh, Tim Landers, if you guys aren't familiar with him, he was one of the founding members of the pop punk uh, emo band Transit. Uh, throughout his uh, short life, he struggled, you know, with substance abuse and mental health. Uh, and what don't forget to leave is, is we basically were taking a dive into his life and his untimely death. And we're using these to represent what is a much larger epidemic. And that is, uh, young gifted artists, whether it be musicians or, you know, uh, painters or filmmakers, it's just, it's, it's representative of a much larger problem of people that struggle with drug addiction, uh, when they come down from their art, I guess is kind of the best way to put it. So, um, it's yeah, it's 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 a music documentary, it's a bio documentary, it's a self-help documentary, it's kind of all of these things put together. But what we're doing is we're telling Tim's story um, you know, in the most honest way that we can by talking to his friends, talking to his family, talking with his former band members. Uh, and what we want to do is we really want to illustrate the point that everybody knows a Tim. Everyone has a Tim Landers in their life, somebody that struggled with whether it's alcohol or pills or heroin or uh, you know, and then me and mental health is, I think, a big part of addiction that people sometimes kind of overlook and try to look at mental health and addiction as kind of two, two like different things. Whereas a, there's a lot of times where there's a lot of people that have mental health issues have addiction issues because of it, or vice versa. They have addiction problems and it creates mental health issues. So we're talking to a bunch of professionals. We're talking to a bunch of um, uh, former addicts. We're talking to a bunch of people that have just struggled. And then we're talking to people that, you know, 
just love Tim. So it's it's kind of a I mean, it, it's not a sexy story. Um, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's not what is in the trick or treat wheelhouse. So it's you know I appreciate you guys having me on to yeah. talk about. Um, but like it's um, we feel it's a really important film and. We we launched this Indiegogo back on the seventh of March, and we are currently at fifty percent of our way to the goal. Um, and it's funny because going into it, we weren't really too worried about making our goal uh, until everything kind of changed. Because everybody on the planet was like, "Let me know when you launch. Let's get you know what can we do to help." And then everyone was like, "Well, my my tour just got canceled, so I got to figure out how I'm going to pay my bills for the next six months." And so it, I understand it is a really tough time for everybody. Everybody's looking at things, but we want to have art and we want to have entertainment when we get through this because we're going to get through this pandemic. You know, hopefully, all of us get through it. You know, and it 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 works itself out in the best possible way it can. But I know we're all going to want to be entertained afterwards, so that's kind of where we're at, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rough, definitely a rough time, and and you're right. I mean, this we are going to get through this. Uh, it, right now, it's it's you know it hasn't even peaked from what uh, you know from what we're being told. So it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Well, yeah, I mean, the U.S. now has more confirmed cases than any other country in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Best. go America. No, yeah, no, Michael. Oh, that's not good. No, this is not not one to be proud of. Shit. No, 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 it's bad. I'm just trying to have fun. <laughs> no, 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 it's bad. <laughs> no, 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 shit, it's bad. <laughs> shit. To say that this is bad is like saying the elephant man had a little puffiness around the eye. Jesus. <laughs> you like that? I mean, like, sure, you can make that comparison if you want. <laughs> That's an important story, Bill, and and it sucks. And and I, I'm actually fascinated. I can't wait to uh, do eventually see it. Um, now, what happened? So, and I'm not familiar. So maybe myself, maybe one of our listeners, are not sure how that works. If it doesn't meet the goal, what happens then? Um, I mean, through Indiegogo, we'll get you know we'll get a portion of the funds uh, that we've already we've already had donated to us. So we basically set up a number and to pull the curtain back, we had had, we had financing for this and it fell apart last, not last minute, but like, was one of those, like we, we were good to go. We were soldiering on. And then it was like, Hey, maybe return a message. And the people that were supposed to finance it, finance it didn't end up doing it, but like totally ghosted us in the process of it. So it was the type of thing where we were like, we were like, fuck, what are we going to do now? Cause we didn't, I wasn't interested in doing another Indiegogo after the film freaks one, because it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress and it's, it's not a fun, it's not a fun thing to do. Uh, so, you know, we get a portion, we'll get a portion of the funds. Obviously the more funds that we raise, we get a better portion of it. It's like, you're, it's almost like you're penalized for not making it in this weird sort of way. Okay. But, um, you know, we looked at what we needed to finish the filming and we, you know, since Tim was a touring musician, obviously he's friends with people all over the place. So we had trips, we had, we had a trip to, Can uh, we were supposed to do a trip to Canada. We were supposed to do a trip to California where we were going to hit, uh, the Bay area and then also Southern Cal, actually three stops. Cause we would have been Bay area, LA, and then also down to San Diego. Uh, we were supposed to be in Florida to interview Tim's family last week. We obviously had to cancel that. Uh, we and then Charlotte. Chicago and a couple of other trips and um, obviously travel is not cheap and it's not going to get any cheaper in the near future. So we, we took a look at what is the bare minimum amount of money we need to finish filming. And that's kind of what we set the goal for. 
so we'll be able to, I mean, we're going to, you know, we're making the movie. We, we've committed a year to it. We just want to present Tim, Tim's story in the best way that we can. The last thing I ever want to do is shortchange his, you know, legacy by being like, oh, well, I didn't have enough money, so I had to make a shitty movie. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not that's not fair to him and not fair to his family and not fair to, like, his his memory and, you know, his fans that are out there. Because Transit was really popular. They toured with Saves the Day, Taking Back Sunday, Wonder Years, like, all of those bands that were big in that scene. They toured with all of them. And um, I know once this gets done, a lot of people will, will want to see it. And I, the last thing I want is for people to feel like, oh, well, there's so much more to it. Why did they miss all this stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So... I mean, it, yeah, it is a tough time now, and but this is, you know, this is something. When you told me initially about the story, when you when you sort of, you know, gave me the 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 concept, I, you know, I at first obviously thinking this is way different than than Survival of the Film Freaks, and then I thought more about it, and I was like, shit, this is this is like, this is something that is really kind of important though, because this is something that should be out there and that people should be aware of. And, you know, I think it's a, an important story to tell. And obviously you do have a sort of a personal connection. So I think that really puts you in an interesting position here to, to tell it, you know. Yeah. So. Well, and the fact that I'm straight edge too, I'm not, I don't drink. I don't do any drugs. Yeah. I don't, I like nothing. I've never had a drink in my life. I think I smoked weed like once or twice in high school and like. I don't even think I actually did it right. <laughs> so, so like, I, I mean, like I come from this different world. And so it's this, it's been this really interesting journey for me too, just because, you know, like I, I don't know anything about that. I don't, I don't have, um, I mean, maybe I think I do actually probably have an addictive personality and ad addictive mindset, which is one of the reasons why I think I don't, I've never done any of that stuff. I'm too afraid of the type of type of person I would become. But I mean, I think people don't realize when you think about, especially talking about musicians, when musicians, you hear about musicians dying of overdoses, like almost every time they're like at home. You right. never hear like, I mean, there's, there's definitely some people that, you know, they die on tour, but the majority of musicians and traveling artists die when they come home from tour or they're not, or they stop touring or like, you know, they used to be in a band and they're not in that band anymore. They don't know how to like manage their everyday life. And they just do more drugs or they do more drinking or like, you know, they get further off the reservation. So it's really interesting to look at it from that mindset of why do so many artists, when they come home, get themselves in real, real trouble? Like, why does that seem to be the time, you know? Like, Tim came out of rehab. He was in rehab and he was going coming up on a nine-month sober spot and started doing drugs again. And that's when he died. You know, it's not a matter of like, he wasn't like passed out on the back of some tour bus somewhere. And I understand that that stuff happens too, but like, it, it's just such a different, it's just such a different way to look at it rather than just being like, Oh, Hey, you know, druggy overdose, you know, why, why is this happening? You know, why the people that try to get help sometimes not always get help. And opioids is such a major thing. I mean, not just in the United States, it's, it's an epidemic all around the world. So it's the type of thing where, we want people to think about these things and understand kind of like you need to be able to look out for your friends. And even sometimes when you're looking out for your friends, you can't always help everybody, but we want to try to share his story and just like open more people's eyes if they have friends that are in trouble. Yeah. And, and that's so go ahead. Rich. Go ahead. No, no, I think that's so important. And I think, I think there's a lot of stuff with what we've seen recently whether it be, you know, uh, Michael Hutchinson, uh, Prince, you Did know, Did you guys say who, recently? 
and then <laughs> and then say Michael Hutchins. In 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 Raven Shadow's defense, they did do a Michael Hutchinson documentary last year, so maybe he was thinking of that. Okay, sorry, I thought you were talking about when he died. I got. That. I was hoping he was going to drop a little peep on me because that was just last year. Yeah, little peep. Yeah, I'm not familiar with with him or her. Um, but I, I do. He died of a fentanyl overdose on his tour bus. Yeah, I don't know little peep, but I do enjoy Cadbury eggs, so that's what I'm into. But <laughs> not um, the same thing. That's because East is coming up, and we should be cured by then. Thanks, President. Um, <laughs> thank you, MZ. Um, <laughs> hey, that's why I'm here. That's good. That's good. I'm totally unrelated. Here. Did you guys get the... Um, oh, that's going to be backwards. You're not going to be able to read it, right? The, no, it's, 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 you can see it. I threw it away today. Okay, the President's Trump's coronavirus guidelines for America, like he wrote these. I got it in the mail today. What you can't see on the uh, on that card is his duck and cover, which is very helpful. No, it's here on the back. Yeah. It says duck and cover? Yeah, it says yeah, sneeze yeah. or cough into your tissue and duck and cover when possible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and vote Republican. <laughs> vote Republican. Don't forget, I'm going to send you a check. Just one, though. With tax taken, so you'll get $400 out of that 15 yeah, Maybe. Just one check. <laughs> He bought the election, though, with that man. He's going to get reelected now because he's going to send a bunch of people 1200 bucks. Sucks, man. I missed no, that. Mark, they'll just use them for the money and then vote whatever. Uh, then uh, but so Anyway, drugs are bad. <laughs> that thing where when, whatever your level of fame, right? Uh, a, a popular pattern is, well, what happens when the, the music stops, when the crowd goes away and you're by yourself in your hotel room? Your, your wife is far away, your girlfriend, um, and you got to keep that going. And much like nobody sees themselves as the villain, nobody sees themselves as an addict. And it's something that's that up on you. And you don't always know it, but something when that fucking door closes, man. You know, when you think you've done all you've done. You know, you've done all your work. You've, you've performed. Or maybe you just go to your work. Maybe you just fucking, you, you know, fucking cleaned a pipe and you're a plumber. Or you fucking made a cake or whatever the fuck. Or a doctor who deals with the life and death struggle. When you're home alone and that door closes, man, there's a shift that fucking turns. And I think that's what the addicts, what, what, what people who aren't addicts might not get. And maybe they shouldn't get that. But it's something amongst anyone who has that gene that, that, Whatever it is that makes you do that, and you, you'll never understand it unless you're there. And it's a very hard thing to, to avoid, and you don't want to be that, but it is a struggle. And I think what you're making is something that is a, a – nope. That's an echo. That was uh, we lost her in shadow. Okay, you back? Yeah, cool. Um, and it kind of fucked me up a little bit, but you, you, yeah, sorry, it, it, threw it threw me off the, it's, the, it's the, all right. The, it, it's, well, you know what? I mean, there, there is a high when you're performing right. on stage, right? A, a, anyone who has never performed in front of a crowd doesn't know what that is, but anyone that stepped on a stage, whether it's in front of 10 people or 10,000 people, there's a high, there's a rush that goes through you when you're performing. And those people cheer for you. When you step off that stage, all you want is that again. And that's what a lot of these artists are, are trying to get with, with drugs. And that's why a lot of them overdose when they're at home. Because they don't have that. They want it, but they can't get it. And there's no drug in the world that can give you that rush of a crowd 
cheering for what you're giving them. And there's something about being home alone, too. If you're home alone. Home alone, too. Home alone, too. Right. Electric <laughs> book. Um, but like, hey, I'm safe. So I'm going to have an extra. I'm going to have yeah, this and that. Exactly. But, yeah. So, yeah. Is, is the stigma is finally starting to change. But I think it needs to be changed more where it's fucking junky, you know, fine, whatever. But everyone can be a junkie. It doesn't have to be a needle. It could be a pill. It could be. Sorry. You get some delay stuff going on, huh? Uh, well, sorry if you guys keep hearing shit because um, Facebook thought my post was spam and locked my account. So I'm reopening. My, I tried to reopen my account so I get the stream on fucking Facebook. This is ridiculous. So I'm trying. I'm trying to be low key about it, but then as I'm opening it up, it, it's you guys are actually hearing the live video. So I apologize. Only you guys yeah. are though. The listeners aren't. So I apologize about that. That's not as good as low key, but still not exactly. bad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, there's finally a shift though. I think in the culture. I think what you're trying to make, Bill, is going to be another piece in that puzzle to maybe change perceptions of what addiction is and what and and the the downfall of wasted talent or misused talent and that's what's important about what you're trying yeah. to make is what I'm trying to say no and no and and you're right and that's and that's really that's what we're striving to do because Tim you know he was like a gifted songwriter like he wrote like hundreds of songs and his band he was in now currently or what he was in when he passed away cold collective had a new record ready to go so i've spent a lot of time with them um recording the record without him using a bunch of his demos uh and dudes i've felt weird things in my life but there is nothing weirder than going into the studio with that band and sitting there with them and hearing his voice come through the monitors while they're working on a record and he's not there for it yeah and and I know I recall you had uh, Tim. Didn't you do uh, some? What was it? The the OTC. You did. I can't remember what you called it, but the OTC sessions or something like that. Was that what it was called? Yeah, we did two episodes. No one watched them, so I stopped doing it. But uh, but you had Tim on those, right? Yeah, and yeah. he did the first one, and it was fucking fucking killer. Like yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. It's yeah. still available on YouTube. So um, yeah, he just he was gifted, man. And I you know I've known him. I knew him since he was a young kid. He played in a hardcore band with me when I, I think he must have. He was, he was probably like 15. I was like 37. <laughs> I wasn't that like I was significantly older than him. Yeah. And like he's this kid that like he came to the shows. He liked the other band that I was in and I wanted to start a hardcore band and we needed a guitar player. And he was like, I'd love to play guitar. And I was like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, who's this? <laughs> Yeah, wants to play guitar with us, and I was like, "All right, cool." So we we practiced, and he came in and started shredding the songs out. And I was like, "All right, cool." Well, I mean, do you have any riffs, like any hardcore riffs? Because I knew he was into like pop punk and stuff. And they they started playing these hardcore riffs that were like better than anything I'd ever thought of. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, you can stay." <laughs> <laughs> and then transit took off like four months later, and I was like, "I guess I'm going to start OTC." Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's. That's how OTC came. OTC became into being directly because of Tim and the fact that his band took off and I had nothing to do to keep my time busy. <laughs> so oh. in this weird, just putting this together, but we can thank him for having outside the cinema. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or, uh, or we could, uh, you know, shake our fist at him. I don't know. 632 episodes or so. <laughs> yeah, I. It's funny. I, I look. I'm like, we're at fucking 400. Holy shit! And then I look at at you guys, and I'm and I feel inferior. I'm like, oh, all right. It's well. just another episode. Colorado, <laughs> yeah. 
Sure, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We worship you. What, MZ? I was just saying, we worship you. We worship you. Okay. You don't worship me. <laughs> right, maybe I... The other guy like that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I, can, I can plug the other thing, though. That's a little bit more feel-good. That's about feminism. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I was going to ask about that as well, but um, but before you do that, I just want people to go check out. Don't forget to leave because you guys did hit fifty percent. You still we got did, yeah. as of the recording of this, you got eighteen days left, so there's still time. I mean, I know this is going to be tough, especially with the shit going on in the world right now, but it is possible. So, and it is a fle- it is a flexible goal. I mean, I know if it you is. don't hit ten, you know your your goal, you may not be able to do it the way you want to. So. Hopefully people don't, you know, kind of take that flexible goal and, and, and just be like, oh, well, they're going to do it anyways because this, right. this thing's, this thing's, these are difficult. These, these crowdfunding is, is a really difficult, tough thing to do, and you guys need all the money you can possibly get to make this happen. So if you guys want in on this, check it out. There's some really good perks out there, and, and some of them are, are filling up. So if Yeah, I think the vinyl bundle, I'm going to have to add, I have to go back and check and see what I have for records. I had some records. So I, what I did want – there's one in there that's that's a vinyl bundle that is I have a huge I have a big record collection like some of you guys have seen my record collection I have a big record collection yeah. and I have a ton of Tim's records a ton of transit records a couple of Mr. records uh, and so one of the ones that I did was I did a vinyl bundle which is you get a digital copy of the movie you get a, a t-shirt the private Instagram um, the poster and then also I will choose one record from my personal collection to give up which they're all out of all those records are out of print. They're not going to reprint them. So, um, I'm I'm liquidating my collection to try to generate the funds for the show or should for the uh, for the flick. So, nice. So that's that's pretty awesome. So, uh, people should hop on this right away because some of these are filling up. So, uh, just once again, go to Indiegogo and then just search for "Don't Forget to Leave Tim Landers Documentary," and uh, you can find that and and dig in there. But yeah, also Bill, you got something else going on. Let folks know about that. Yeah, this is a more immediate thing. So uh, next Monday, which would be March 30th, if I am not mistaken, uh, we are premiering. We had talked about Safer Spaces, which is a short documentary that Kyle and I made about Shauna Potter, who is the lead singer of the hardcore band Warren Women. And we made a short documentary about her that runs about 20 minutes. Uh, we were booking film festivals for it, and we had a few few festivals booked, uh, and the world premiere uh, got canceled. <laughs> so uh, we hadn't even wow. been able to announce. We had, weren't even able to announce it yet. And so uh, I got with Shauna and was like, "Hey, listen. So the festival that was going to do the world premiere is canceled. The festival." Uh, how do you feel about doing an online world premiere? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So next Monday on the 30th at 8 p.m. on stageit.com, which is a really awesome website that is done. If Now that with, with everyone being at home, being quarantined, uh, lots of artists, musical artists are going on there and doing like live performances from like their living room. And like, so like Frank Turner's done one and like Vinnie Caruna and like Rhett Miller, like all these people are doing these live concerts from like their house. Uh, so we're going to premiere the movie, uh, the world premiere of the movie on stageit.com next Monday at eight o'clock. Uh, and, uh, I'm pretty excited about it because you can get tickets for, it if you go to stageit.com and do a search for safer spaces, uh, tickets are 
it's a suggested $5, but we're not excluding anyone. So we'd made it a pay what you will. So you can pay whatever you want for a ticket. If you want to pay more than $5, I'm okay with that. If you want to pay less than $5 cause you don't have the money right now, that's cool too. We don't want anyone to miss out on it. Uh, so I'm going to do an intro on it. And then Sean is going to do a Q and a afterwards. Uh, film runs a little over 20 minutes and, uh, I'm actually really excited. I'm really proud of this. Uh, what Kyle and I did with this, because again, much like the, don't forget to leave documentary, uh, the world we live in is just, is just crazy. And Shauna as a lead singer and an activist of, of, you know, it's a feminist, they're a feminist hardcore band. So it's, you know, if you're not down with feminism, then maybe see her clear, but, uh, it takes a look at her kind of what she does, how she feels about things. And then just kind of really talks about helping, helping people get, you know, to a safer place and being able to be okay in society and being able to go to a show and not have to worry about getting beat up or getting for, you know, women getting, you know, like touched inappropriately or like cat called on the street. It's just like, she's a really amazing person. And, uh, we're really proud of the doc, the little doc we put together for it. So we're really excited to be able to show it to people. Yeah, I can't wait. I know once again you you've been talking about this one, and I've been super excited. Uh, I'm not very familiar with Shauna or or her band, but once you sort of mentioned it, I was like, okay, I got to check this out because uh, you know I, I wanted to find out more, and it sounds super interesting. So I'm 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 hopefully I mean I mean I don't have much but <laughs> too too many places to go, so hopefully I can check that out when it when it uh, when it drops because that sounds really exciting. Yeah, so we're hoping that we're going to have some other film festivals that are that are still going to happen later in the year, obviously. But, um, yeah, we had like three get canceled and we were like, well, we've been sitting on it for a little while now. And it's been done since like late last year. So I was like, if she's okay with it, Kyle, let's do it. And Kyle's like, yeah, man, whatever he feels best. So I directed it, uh, Kyle edited and produced it. And it's got Shauna, uh, her bandmate Brooks, uh, Harlan and Chris Wren, who runs bridge nine records are the three people that are in. And there's a bunch of music and live footage and all the stuff you would expect. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's 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 really cool. So it's going to be debuting there in do, do you know of any other I know you said that there may be some other plans for it. Do you know of anything else as of right now or is this the, the place that people can check it out? I have a couple I have a couple places that have said that they want to do it if if it the if they can still have their festivals. So since um, nothing's announced yet, I can't really say, I don't want to say, and then have it get canceled like tomorrow or something. But as of right now, this world premiere is the only place you're going to be able to see it. So it's not going to, I actually had a bunch of people ask where they can watch it afterwards. And I'm like, there's no real plan for it yet. I mean, it'll eventually end up on like Amazon and, you know, on prime later on down the road. Uh, but I don't, it won't probably be until later this year. So I don't really have any information. So if you want to see it, and you want, and here's the other thing is all of the money that's coming in the ticket sales is going right back to myself and Kyle and Shauna. So, uh, as we said, all of our work, Shauna and Warren women was literally leaving for a tour. Uh, it would have been last week. They were going on tour with bad religion and alkaline trio and the entire tour got canceled. So needless to say, they, uh, they could definitely use the, uh, the bump right now. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that, that's, that seems to be the, the, the trend here with a lot of folks. I mean, it's, it's rough. I mean, I think, I think that um, all of us, at least all the hosts on the show, like we're all able to. I mean, as far as I know, unless unless uh, you know, unless something happened the last few days, but we're all still able to do our jobs. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I'm able to work from home. Thankfully, Raven Shadow's sort of like a little. T- you're going between uh, uh, home and the office, right? Uh, I have some news about one of my jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, and once again, Raven Shadow's couple jobs, so. It is affecting yeah. one of them for sure. 
One is uh, temporarily laid off for all the people in the organization. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So there you go. That, that's the male gigolo job. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that was not making much money anyway. Go <laughs> go. <Yeah. laughs> okay. <laughs> but I get it. I understand. Times are tough, and I'm in that same boat that everyone else is. But yeah. I want to try to get as much, provide as much entertainment as we can. Same thing with OTC. We're going to be doing some watch alongs, some lab watch alongs, and we're going to pump out our shows every week and try to get as much stuff out there as possible to try to entertain people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best that we can do right now. And I know that, um, uh, I think I mentioned this last week, but one of my favorite musicians, Devin Townsend, he, he obviously can't tour and he, not only is he not making money, but the people that he hired to go on tour with them aren't making money. So I know he started to go fund me and they're uh, basically he's he's dropping like a new song every single day, like something uh, just mm. to give people something to keep it going because he feels responsible for the people he hired to do the tour with him, you know. So uh, a lot of times it's not just the musician. It's it's like in your case, Bill, I mean, it's your family, too. You know, like I know that that's kind of maybe a given, but, you know, all these projects are kind of like unfortunately drying up because, you know, you can't go do projects because who are you going to film? No one wants to go outside. So, yeah, yeah I'm DP on like uh, Mike Neal's new Lovecraft movie that he's making. And the entire we had to shut down the entire production. We had like three major shoots that were going to be like would have been last weekend. And, you know, we had to can't we had to cancel everything. So like that was eight, nine days of work just gone. And I mean, I'm lucky, though, because my wife has a job where she can work remotely and she's actually busier now because she works in publishing that works with um, colleges. So she's even more busy because all the colleges are scrambling to find ways to continue to get the products and the yeah. books to the to the students now that everything's moved online. So I'm lucky, you know, really lucky in that instance. But, you know, it's still only, you know, half of the work that was getting done for the family. So and Travis is home from school for God knows how long and the kid never stops eating. So. <laughs> We spent four hundred dollars at the supermarket, like right before like the the lockdown quarantine started, and like yeah. all of the snacks were gone by like two days later. I'm like, how did you eat all of these? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, we <laughs> we we did the same. I think we I don't know. We dropped like two hundred. Travis came and ate all came and ate yeah, all your yeah. food. <laughs> he ate all our vegan food. <laughs> well, luckily, I work in a food warehouse, so I got a unlimited supply of food. Lucky you. <laughs> You're the one of us that doesn't need it. Oh, oh, oh! oh. I kid because I love. <laughs> Job of the hoarder. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that that's all super exciting, and and obviously, Bill. I mean, you're still doing outside the cinema, so. Uh yeah, every every week, Chris and I have been the last two episodes we did on Skype, and anyone that knows me knows I'm not a huge fan of doing a Skype show, and that's mostly because just I think because Chris has been sitting across from me now for 12 years, yeah. but like we've done because um, obviously he has a daughter that you know has underlying health issues and yeah. he has asthma and he doesn't want to leave the house or like so I'm like yeah I'm like dude I'm totally okay he was and he was like Do you want me to come over I'm like absolutely not. I'm like, you stay at home and we'll figure it out. So the first week was a little rocky, but this week I figured it out. Yeah. I mean, I can attest to that. It's, it's definitely, uh, definitely a little rocky. Uh, our boy Paps wants to know, did MZ turn into a case of PBR? <laughs> <laughs> He's infinitely <laughs> more likable. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and me under the table all night long. <laughs> like down there. 
<laughs> our, our pal Don Fauci says, I madballed an 87-year-old for some Keebler fudge stripes on, on Tuesday. <laughs> oh. Madball's a sick band. Yeah. <laughs> old school stuff. Old, hold it down. That fucking record's killer. Oh, you, you know what? One thing I was actually going I'll, I'll to... I was going to bring this up later, but, um, you know, obviously... We had uh, there was uh, a big loss in the in the horror community uh, mm. this uh, just a couple of days ago now, uh, and I was hoping to MZ and maybe Bill uh, could talk a little bit about uh, Stuart Gordon. Obviously, uh, highly influential to especially cult cinema. Bill, you know, I know yo, you guys. Yo, are- yo, the OTC curse has struck again. Yeah, yeah. Did um this past Monday we did Colorado Space in that Cthulhu movie? So obviously we talked a lot about. Stuart Gordon and Reanimator. We've got this uncanny knack for talking about directors and then having them pass away within like forty-eight hours of the show coming out. Oh Jesus! You guys should stop like, stop the show. Should, yeah, I mean, we probably. Why, should. Do we, why do we have him on the show? <laughs> yeah, you like Angel Lansbury. Everywhere you go, this death. Oh. Bill by hey, fr- murder. Murder. Bill Bill wrote. Phoenix. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I mean, I was a huge, huge Stuart Gordon fan. Um, I actually have a signed Reanimator. Anchor Bay two disc collector that um, he did an in store when my wife used to work. Uh, Melissa used to be the borders uh, events coordinator, so he did a signing at one of their stores, and she had him she had him do one of the uh, Reanimator collector's edition packs for me. So that's like one of my my prized possessions. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, our, our boy Pabst uh, chimes in says I've got From Beyond in the background right now. Big loss for the horror community. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he, he and the thing with Stuart Gordon, I mean, he's obviously best known for his work on like the Lovecraft adaptations that he did. And I, and he should be because Reanimator is still, you know, is probably the best Lovecraft Lovecraft adaptation that's been done. Um, but I mean, some of that other stuff he did, what was that movie he did a couple of years ago? Like it was most probably his most recent one where the had the chick from American Pie and like the guy stuck in the stuck in the windshield of the car. Project the movie was stuck. It? Stuck, yeah, stuck. Oh, 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 stuck. Okay, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's based on a true story. Yeah, I, I, based on a true story, as you can see. You know, based on a true story. <laughs> um, I mean, but that, he was—he was killer, right? I mean, right up to the end. Some of his stuff is hokey, but like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he also did. Don't forget, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. <laughs> this is true. Wait, what? This is true. I don't think about that. The Network. What's that? For the USA Network? Uh, I don't recall, but he did. Everyone the, he, check. He, yeah. Oh, fair. He did the episode "Honey, Let's Trick or Treat," so it was very appropriate. Oh, I remember that. I remember that show. I remember that show because they had the poor man's Rick Moranis, Peter Scolari. Oh my God! Yeah, uh-huh. Peter Scolari took took Moranis's place. Yeah. You know, it's funny because. Like like a lot of of like our good quality horror and cult directors, like Gordon didn't really ha- he didn't do that many movies. He only did what like twenty twenty five between twenty and twenty five movies, if I'm remembering right. But like, not even so, I don't think. Like, well, let me look. Let me look it up. No, he's got uh, twenty one to his to his credit. Some are short, some are shorts and and TV stuff. So. Oh yeah, yeah, because he did um a lot of he did like a fear he like did like a fear itself episode I think and some some of that stuff Masters of Horror Fear itself I think a couple of those, but he did the Christopher Lambert movie Fortress in ninety two which yeah. is which is a um a definitely a guilty pleasure. Oh yeah, that movie's pretty outstanding. 
Robot jocks. He's robot jocks. What else? Really? Yeah. Ro- shit. Ro- he did dolls, right? Did he do dolls? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh Robo- man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Killer. Robo- Top ten. He did robot jocks. Top five. Right here. Uh, from beyond. Dolls. Yeah. Robot jocks. Uh, Fortress reanimator. All right. I'll I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> Yeah, but it's yeah. it's it's too bad. I mean, you know, I I didn't hear what the you know not that it really matters. I don't I don't know what caused it. I don't know if he had underlying issues that were that were there or what it was. He but wasn't super old. He was like I what know, like seventy two. I think yeah. Yeah. There was no talk that he had the virus, right? There wasn't. I feel like that would have came out right away if he had contracted coronavirus. Yeah. yeah no, there was no talk of that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, our boy, uh, Dr. Chris, says, I met Stuart at Necronomicon and got to sit with him and his wife to watch Dagon. It was a running commentary through the movie with him. That must have been pretty cool. Dagon's terrible, though. <laughs> yeah, Dagon is, I mean, it has its fans, and I can understand why, because it's Lovecraft, because it's Gordon. And it certainly has its its fan base. I was never really overly thrilled with it. I agree. Uh, but, but, but. Again, reanimator from beyond. Uh, I mean, I'll even take dolls over uh, Dagon because do- dolls sure. to me, dolls is very dolls plays it very very safe. You know, it's 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 an okay movie if you're like 13, 14 years old and you're just starting to watch horror films. It makes you know, it will play with um, children shouldn't play with dead things. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> you know, he did a he did a pit in the pendulum. Movie too, didn't he? Wait, with Holmes. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Was that Full Moon? I believe. Uh, so. uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Full Moon. Yeah, that was a Full Moon project. Yeah, I love that movie because there was a, a beautiful, lovely in that that uh, had an effect <laughs> on you. Uh, a little castle yeah. free. Castle uh, free. <laughs> castle free. That one too. Trying to th- I like that movie. Trying to think Those of which movies. which uh, lovely that was, Raven Shadow. I feel like Stuart Gordon is definitely that. Like, if you were into like blockbuster, like all his films were in blockbuster, and if you came in there looking for horror movies, you probably rented a lot of his stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's it's a big loss. We may talk about him a little bit more. I know um, our 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 next guest uh, Steven Scarlatta also was a was a big fan of his. So we might talk a little bit more that about guy. <laughs> Steve Scarlatta. That guy fucking sucks. <laughs> that's not nice, Bill. And eh, whatever. That's that's your All boy right. from way the no. way back. I put him in a documentary. He didn't even say thing. <laughs> I think we need to have a cage match between these two motherfuckers oh, for the yeah. Patreon. No, I kid. I love. I love. I love Scarlatta. Scarlatta is legitimately like one of my favorite people. His interview. I know I've said it before, but like his. I I want to just release his interview like uncut because we had so much fun with that dude. Honestly, and and you know there was you you guys got some great interviews. I I have to say that I think the most engaging one for me, and and obviously because maybe I'm a little biased because I know him was 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 Scarlatta. Like that dude, I just love listening to that dude talk about film and hearing him uh, just talking. It was was such a treat. So I think I think he, he was a, a a huge boon for you guys to have in that because he oh, was for sure he was phenomenal. Yeah, 
He was one of the first phone calls I made when we when we were doing it because I you know he had been through the the documentary process with NYHC and then obviously uh, yeah, yeah. had a go of it with 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 Jodorowsky's Dune. So I kind of reached out to him early on when it was like, hey man, number one, I want I want to interview you for this, and then number two, I need some advice. And he was like, he was could not have been more helpful and yeah. uh, true friend and a, and a really good guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I got a chance to to meet him when I went out to uh, Long Beach for uh, New Japan a few years ago, and uh, it was it was awesome. Just uh, such a great guy, and and he's you know even cooler in person. Such a such a sweet dude. So yeah, we're looking forward to having him on. And I know he's been doing a lot since uh, since the last time we had him on. It's been it's been a while now. I think over over a year, maybe oh, even two. He's doing man is killing it. I know, I know. It's <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> must be nice. Uh, here we are. I mean, you guys are probably even bigger than us, but like here we are. Just kind of count on, and every time I check the stats, they're less than they were the week before. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> like you know, just going through the motions and doing it and having fun. But it's got to be a point where I'm just going to be like, all right, those five people don't care that much. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's it's yeah, looking forward to it. and and I can't think of a sort of a, a better sort of connection of having you and Steven on the show. You know, obviously, we had some other sort of irons in the fire, but um, we were hoping to get a few a few more guests. But because of everything going on, it really made things uh, a little bit crazy and a little bit hectic. So um, it's just everyone's just home doing nothing. <laughs> well, I know that's the thing. Yeah, like uh, you know, people are just doing nothing, but people are just. I think people are are just afraid to even have fun or something. You know, I don't know. So uh, yeah, things are a little crazy though. So well, we we are going to. Uh, take a break in just a moment here bill so uh once again let people know where they can find all of your stuff especially the uh the indiegogo that's that's the uh the big one and and also where they can check out um safe spaces as well uh yeah so um the indiegogo uh if you just go to indiegogo and search don't forget to leave or if you were a supporter of survival of the film freaks just go there and click on my name and then it shows up under my campaigns uh or you know, follow me on Instagram uh, at OTC Bill. If you want to follow that, follow. Don't forget to leave. Don't forget to leave on Instagram or Twitter. It's at Don't Forget to Leave underscore Doc. Uh, trying to think. It's I mean, or Facebook anywhere you can find me. I'm sure I'm posting hundreds of links to it everywhere. Uh, and then Safer Spaces. It's world premiere. This is the world premiere. Nobody outside of the inner circle has seen it. Not even Sammy Guevara. So um, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, you know, like that. You like that. He's a Spanish god, man. Um, yeah. Go to stageit.com, do a search for safer spaces. Uh, and it's um, next Monday at 8 p.m. It streams right through the site. I'll be on to do an intro, and then we're going to do a QA with Sean afterwards. And if you've never heard War on Women and you're into like hardcore punk stuff, uh, look them up. They're on Bridge Nine Records. They have two full lengths in the EP and then a couple of singles. Uh, and they're currently working on a new record for Bridge Nine Records. It'll be released hopefully in the summer, if that's the plan. But Safer Spaces is the name of it, and you can just look it up on stageit.com. Nice. So everyone go check that stuff out. And, you know, we know times are tough. And, uh, you know, but so it's it's also tough for, for creators right now, like especially uh, Bill's trying to get this thing off the ground. And people are worried about paying rent, rightfully so. But there Absolutely. are there are some people out there that are in good positions and, and aren't being affected necessarily because they can work from home or whatever. So, 
you know, if, if some of those folks out there have a little bit extra and they're looking to, to, to support, and they, you can even get an executive producer credit, right, Bill? Is that one of the one of the tiers? Producer credit. Yeah, yeah. We actually, if you're interested, if you're if you're interested in coming on board and working on the film itself, a thousand dollars to become an associate uh, producer. We've sold one of those, which is awesome, um, and you will literally have a hand in the making of the movie, uh, mostly in terms of like you'll get we'll we'll send you the. The princes were going and you know looking for feedback and looking for ideas, um, and you know getting involved really, you know, any way you can, uh, you know. Yeah, that's. It, I mean, that's freaking. That's badass for the people who are out there who, you know, they they want to be a producer and they don't know how. Like, here's your fucking chance. You know, if if you have a little bit of extra money kicking around and you want to be a producer, go for it, man. You get a credit. You know, that's fucking awesome, yeah. and you can help. Contribute. Yeah, you can look at it as like you know, you know your first company maybe not your first but like as a as a as a job because that's what a lot of producers do is they they come in and they're the ones that do the work so you put money into it up front you know and things pay off on the you know on the backside and we want it and it's a real it's like a real associate producer credit too it's not i see a lot of movies that just like i said you can buy yourself a credit no we're gonna we're gonna make you work but it'll be worth it i promise (laughs) there you go so everyone go check that out bill man we love you dude and i love you guys we appreciate you coming on and, and just even just hanging out with us for a bit and uh, you know doing this and it's always it's always great to have you on for these. I mean, it's always great just to, to have you on, anyways. But for the milestone episodes, it seems like it's a little extra special. So we appreciate it, man. No, yeah, and I appreciate all the support you guys have given over the years, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get together and watch wrestling again together uh, <laughs> some in the near future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was a blast coming uh, for Rumble, and I'm, uh, I'm glad we were able to mostly surprise you guys. It completely surprised me, man. I was I was so happy when I opened that door and captains <laughs> were standing there. Well, when Raven Shadow and I were outside, you guys saw us through the window, and then I, we heard we heard you go, "Oh, it's Raven Shadow and Wolf and uh, Wolfenstein," and we're like, "Shit, <laughs> we forgot about the window." <laughs> well, because we weren't expecting anyone. I'm like, did yeah. somebody order pizza or something? That I would yeah. through the through the things, and I see I see the two of you and up. But I, I was no man. I was I was happy. It was kind of a my wife had been traveling a lot, so I was kind of lonely, and it was nice to have everyone together. Yeah, we snuggled. Oh, Bill, Bill we, can I say that was an amazing spread, dude? What <laughs> I, think, I don't even remember what I did. What did I, I do? I'm Not still protein. Oh yeah, there was the pizza was flowing. There was all kinds oh, of yeah. goodies. There's buffalo chicken something that I enjoyed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. Oh yeah, we did the calzones. We did the pizzas. Oh. My dog humped the shit out of your leg. It was great. Inappropriate. I mean, the that was memory. Yeah, well, I mean, since you weren't there, zero, uh, Bark took took the town on on Raven Shadow. Yeah, he had yeah, to, he had hit somebody up. I I, <laughs> I, I definitely would have been there this year, but I had to work the following morning, uh. and there was no going to be able to function getting home at like one o'clock in the morning, and then having to get up at five. Uh, so uh, it's how uh, do a wrestling <laughs> eat food and sit down Seriously, yeah. you'll be at the next one well summer well, yeah. this year so we'll see what happens and you know what just to repay the favor i'll hump bark Wahlberg's leg okay Jesus. yeah good that man good luck with that you'll get arrested dog. for that you can't Rafi. do that <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know you guys got to get to Scarlata. Make sure if you tell him. Okay. That Bill said hi. Okay. Oh. And if you don't fucking tell him that, 
I will kill everyone. Well, I know, I know he's listening because uh, he he actually said he's like he's like all right. Well, I'm not going to look as uh, as badass as Bill with those big headphones on. So. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look at I mean I owe Scar a lot of this because it's like I've been using like professional equipment now and stuff so it's like yeah, yeah. it's because of him <laughs> I love I, 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 I love Scar a lot I gotta have him get him on OTC again soon too because uh, he's legitimately one of my favorite people he, he'll bring up the real estate on our podcast so <laughs> sure. you're gonna get all you're gonna get all that Fangoria money or whatever fucking whoever's back in the show this week yeah exactly see him up with the shockwaves people and like, I'm like come on man <laughs> I know. It's awesome. It's good for you. I, I love that dude. So, all right, Bill. Uh, thanks again, man. We appreciate it. And uh, Raven Shadow, uh, why don't you just, uh, you know, take us out to the break here. You can say whatever you want. Since we're not watching a movie. Say whatever you want. It's a movie. I was, you know, I deemed... Uh, you just confused as fuck right now. <laughs> well, what's these said that and you pointed out my insecurities I got enough medical problems as it is oh, I'm home alone, it's me and Ollie so many fucking 30 racks what are you doing to the dog? Oh, no he's fine, he's fine no I'm giving him his, you know we're having snacks we're watching we're giving him what? what? Oh, I don't know Christ. he gets his dream bomb it's, a, it's an alternative to Nagahide or Rawhide what's it not? Rawhide Rawhide Nagahide don't give your dogs Nagahide you're Rawhiding the dog? what the fuck? Aries is so fucking rude have we met? Fuck. So no, I think it's very important. I'm gonna check out some uh, outside the cinema. I'm gonna watch uh, Survival, The Phil Freaks, available on the uh, Phil, DVD. The Phil Freaks. Yeah, Philly Freaks. <laughs> I'm trying to plug you fucking DVD Survival. Yeah, 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 well, it's on Amazon Prime now, and it's included in Prime. So you don't need to hold the DVD. You can just throw the DVD away. It's fine. <laughs> or you think this motherfucker has Prime? Yeah, just so you didn't know it. Fuck it is. He thinks you're talking about Optimus right now. <laughs> yeah, I like the Transformers kid. The Transformers are tight. I, I really like the Dinobots, though. Let me tell you. I, yeah, I feel like a Montana Mascara with the Amazons and the Brazilians. I don't know what's happening. Oh, man. What's, 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 you, this is what you get for just letting him dock. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Wrap, wrap it up, Raven Shadow. Say bye to Bill. All right. I'm going to call Kyle. Uh, <laughs> big Bill. And uh, what's Mr. Chris doing? All right, no, check out uh, OTC and whatever the fuck they're doing. And Bill, I love you. Kid. I'm gonna give you a hug and a kiss. Down boys, down boys, down boys for life. Boys for life, baby. I get my shirt, but they yell at me for going in the closet to get it. I can see it from here. But Bill, just Bill, so you know, I'm wearing it. I appreciate it. Survival of film freaks, anyway. OTC on too. Wow. <laughs> All this love. Yeah, I love it. Better strap on. All right, somebody hang up on me. Just right, hang up on all me. All right, Bill, see you, man. <laughs> <laughs> the following message is a paid advertisement for the Cult of Muscle podcast. The Cult of Muscle. You're either in it or you're dead. It's the dawning of a new age. The halls of Valhalla have been shuttered. The heroes of yore have either retreated to the shadows or taken to capering for the amusement of the small folk. Their past glory is a distant memory. The barbells have been torn from their once puma-strong grips. The beards shone from their square jaws, only to be transplanted onto flannel-clad, puny weaklings with fingers barely powerful enough to strum a ukulele. The time has come, my brothers, to restore order from the chaos. No longer will our heroes be forgotten. 
No longer will their great deeds be viewed through a foggy lens of irony. Hear now our rallying cry as we scream it from the mountaintops, as we bellow it from iTunes and Libsyn and Facebook. It's time to join the cult, my brothers. So don your cloaks and enter the cult of muscle. I'm Alex West. And I'm Andrea Subasati, and we're from the Faculty of Horror podcast. And you're listening to Trick or Treat Radio. Oh, delicious nerds. Ms. M knows you like to chat it up with other sexy shut-ins about comics, movies, video games, and your favorite TV shows. If that sounds like you, cuddle up to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group, or the FIB. That stands for Fan Interaction Board. Just go to Facebook and search for Trick or Treat Radio and have more fun than a Jedi at a lightsaber sale. Not enough? Watch us on YouTube, The Deadites TV, all one word. Last but not least, check out the world's most dangerous talk radio show, Trick or Treat Radio, at trickortreatradio.com. Thank you guys for having me on. It's a blast. Mm-hmm. You guys are awesome. Thank you so and, much. And, you know, um, Trick or Treat Radio, man, that's where it's at. That's the new Fangoria Radio is Trick or Treat Radio. Oh, Don't say hey, that. Do like, <laughs> you really put us under it's like, up. It's like swearing in church. Huh? You Don't just jinxed you. us. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you put a lot on our shoulders just now. Well, we can strive for you greatness. You guys are awesome. Yeah, you really are. You say got a that great again show. Slowly. Turn on Trick or Treat Radio, and uh, that was strangely a seamless transition from guests. So uh, now we are joined. I'm so happy to see you, man. This is awesome. It's the first time we've ever done video, uh, but we are joined yeah. by Steven Scarlotta. How's it going, man? I'm doing all right, man. How about you guys? Oh, uh, we're doing great, man. I mean, all things considered, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah this this is uh, this is really cool, man. I don't I don't know if you heard in the in the change over there right before we we ended, but Bill wanted us to say hello to you. So. Oh, right on. I love Bill. He said the same about you. So. <laughs> uh, right on. <laughs> but uh, it, it's been man. It's it's been it's been too long. I can't remember the last time we had you on, but I'm thinking it's probably upwards of like almost two years at this point so it's it's been a while but 
we've we've had you on several times. You, you've been on for some of like <laughs> some some oh, of the most sorry. fun episodes. Hopefully, hopefully that's not coronavirus, there, Stephen. <laughs> Dude, it's the first time I started <laughs> just coughing kidding. today. All of a sudden, oh my god! As soon as, as soon as you hit, as soon as you go on air, I start coughing. Yeah, of course. You're allergic to MZ. Yeah, yeah, he's allergic Excuse to MZ. MZ. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so since we last had yeah, you on, it's it's been a while, and you you I, I believe. Last time we had you on, I don't think you had started the podcast. But as of right now, you no. have you have you have a, a, a fucking huge podcast. Best movies never made. You're doing the show with uh, Josh Miller, who is a, also a screenwriter as well, just like you. And uh, you guys have been you, you guys do live shows, and and you guys are just all over the place. You guys are blowing up, and and I couldn't be more happy, man. So I'm, I'm really excited uh, to talk a little bit more about the podcast. So if people out there have never heard the show, uh, go check out Best Movies Never Made. Uh, it's it's such a great show. So, Stephen, tell, tell for people who haven't heard about it, tell, talk a little bit about the show, about how it came to be, and all that. Oh yeah, um, actually, I became like um, Josh Miller, my co-host. We've been a part of a couple of different like pe- like move. I don't know if they're called movie clubs, just like gathering of people that watch movies together. So usually, sometimes I watch movies with Joe Bigos and his partner josh ethier and josh joins us over there and then sometimes i watch movies with like rob g and he joins us from and he joins us as well so we've been kind of together with these movie groups and just yeah we just became friends and he's very interested in movies that weren't made and so um i used to work for Mark Altman, back in the day for this TV show, Femme Fatales. And so he produces the show with Dean Devlin, reached out to me, and then I immediately brought Josh on. And it just came together like that. And um, no, it's been really cool because I've been listening to podcasts for years, especially like outside the cinema was probably one of the first podcasts I was listening to. And I always wanted to do one, and I never thought I would have anyone to do it with. And it just kind of came naturally to do it with Josh. And so I've been... It's been really cool. Been yeah. very humbled by the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, you guys are, you know, obviously you guys are doing like live shows and stuff like that and, you know, I've seen you on like Shockwaves and some other shows and stuff like that. So, I mean, you guys are it's definitely, I mean, obviously you have your film stuff going on as well, but it's it's nice to sort mm-hmm. of have this other outlet and have, you know, where you can just kind of talk about the shit that you love and that's what you're doing, man. Mm. Oh, dude! All and it's like I have so many freaking scripts of unmade movies I collected throughout the years, and so now, lots of times, it's like, oh, now I have a good reason to read this thing, you know? <laughs> Which I've been really excited about to dig into some of these because I've always had some and like thumb through some, but like when we did that Empire Strikes Back episode, I always wanted to read that script, you know, and I, I finally got, you know, I finally get to read them and dig into them and. Um, get to go to the library more which is like my favorite thing to do plus like because i always love i always love seeing what's on the surface and then i just love to go deeper and see what i could find that's already out there i always want to find like stuff that no one else is talking about or nothing that's not in on the printed page yeah. or proved printed page wrong it's like my favorite thing so i i imagine it's it's it can be difficult because I mean, with a show like this, I mean, these are films. Obviously, the information is probably not readily available, and you probably have to dig and, and find some stuff. And and yeah, I mean, it, it's such a cool topic, and and obviously, it's it's something that's near and dear to your heart. I would imagine because of Jodorowsky's Dune, you made a oh, yeah. 
a, a documentary about one of the great uh, unmade films. So, you know, obviously it's right in your wheelhouse. And, and when I when I saw that you were doing this, I was like, holy shit, this is like perfect for you, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I've been, yeah, like you said, like ever since Jordowski's doing, there's so many more I'd love to make. But, you know, I guess also not everything could be a movie. So yeah. some of these cases, you know, like you also learned, there's not a lot of concept art that exists for a lot of projects and so yeah you're right a lot of this stuff going in it's like sometimes it's just a script you know because it didn't even get to a certain stage you know where where they even did anything like that but it's oh, i'm always happy to have the guests on like we had fred decker come on to talk about johnny quest and that's that's been a project i've been fascinated with and then when you read it and you're like oh my god we could have it would have been, you know, all these projects would have just been, a lot of these projects would have been, like, insane if we would have had it, or, like, what would have happened? <laughs> if, like, what kind of ripple effect would have happened yeah, with no, some of this stuff? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that's, that's and it's cool to you guys. I mean, obviously, you have the connections, too, where you can kind of make that happen and, and you know, reach out to some of the people who may have been involved or, or would have been involved, you know, so that's, it's a great, you know, resource, and you're in a great place to, to be able to do it, so... It's yeah, it's it's great, man. It's it's so people. Oh, thank you. Yeah, people who haven't checked it out, you guys got to go check it out. It's it's such a great show. Um, for people who may not have heard, Stephen, what are some of the films that you guys have discussed over the years, or you know, since you've been doing the show? That is, some of them. Well, I'll, I'll say one thing. Che um, check out the epic. I mean, some people could check out the epic if you're a horror fan. Check out the latest one we did on this Friday the Thirteenth that David Bruckner was going to make. It's I had no idea how, like, you can find the script online, and it is phenomenal. It was, like, the Friday the 13th that, it would have been the follow-up to the Michael Bay one we had. Yeah. And it was done, oh, my God, it, 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 it blows my mind, because usually every Friday the 13th movie, like, the climax always takes place in the dark, in the rain, at night. This was like the first one where it was all going to take place from the morning until night. And it was terrifying having this guy, having Jason chase these kids around during the daytime. It was like shocking how well, I mean, I was blown away by this script and by the kills and by how like surprising it was. And we just did. Uh, 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 that's a four parter on Spider-Man. Of like you know the script that Tobe Hooper would have made, but yeah, and all the and um, we also did uh, we we had some we had some cool ones. We also had like um, Joe Bigos and Josh Ethier came on to discuss Commando Two, <laughs> which would have been yeah, which would have been uh, we would have got that instead of Twins, you know, <laughs> like uh, I killed it, it hurts right. <laughs> twins or Commando Two? Which one do you want? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You know, it, would, it, it was like, it was insane, man. Like, wow. uh, and we also had like, a cool one was we had, um, oh, I'm trying to think. Um, we, we recently had uh, Jack Bennett come on because he did that documentary about Galaxy Quest. Yeah. And we discussed this really dark version of Galaxy Quest, the first draft of it, which was completely different. We also had like again Fred Decker came on to describe to talk about his Godzilla that we would have got in like the 
the mid eighties that was in three d and again, it was just a blast to script, like Godzilla grabbing a train and using it as a baseball bat against jets, like some amazing sequences. And so, oh, yeah, and the other one, the craziest one was Jurassic Park 4. That's a great one to check out because they turn, like, the raptors into soldiers, those little spitting alien, and those little spitting dinosaurs yeah. from, the, from the first one. Like, they just get, like, a little platoon of dinosaurs and with weapons. It's pretty <laughs> fantastic. And it was written by John Sayles. Holy shit. So, yeah, yeah it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun ones, I got to say. A lot of, like, you know, uh, was it? Yeah, we had a lot of cool guests. We also had like Neil Marshall came on and he talked about this like Excalibur sequel he was going to do. Like, you know, what happens after Excalibur? And he wrote a, he wrote like a sequel to it. That was really freaking cool, you know. And so I'm trying, trying to, oh, yeah, there was one more. One more is the uh, William Malone came on and he talked about this movie called Dead Star which H.R. Uh, Giger designed the alien for. And it, it pretty much was um, Event Horizon, but it would have came out much earlier, but, with, but more with Giger designs. And, and it's pretty much about aliens that create a machine that can pretty much take you into hell, and that's what happens. And it was uh, really another fun one. And we did, by the way, one more. Uh, we did a crazy, we did a really fun Jason versus... Jason vs. Freddy episode with Rob G from Shockwaves, and we get into like all these different versions, and that one's a, that one's a trip because I kept thinking like we could have got our first Freddy vs. Jason movie in 1993, and, wow. and imagine imagine if that got made in '93 and what the rest of the '90s would have looked like with those two <laughs> icons, you know? No kidding! Holy shit! Yeah, that's it. I mean. It's funny because you think about it and you, you, you just think like, oh, yeah, like there's probably a handful. But I mean, for I, I mean, you guys are covering like pretty much like films that even just had a script like they may not have even had any money thrown towards it other than that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of. Yeah. There, there's a few cases of that. We we yeah, I guess it's like it's interesting how we how we've been picking them in a way. You know, yeah. Come to think of it, I'm trying. I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah, yeah. Like Captain Starshine was a script, but there was no concept art. But then it got turned into a totally different script. You know, um, uh, let me see. Yeah, like at the Mountains of Madness, there wasn't really any concept art that I can. I mean, there was some concept art, very limited, but not a lot. Yeah. And, um, or some of this concept art. Like we had Mick Garris come on to discuss Clive Barker's The Mummy, and there's there's maybe just like a couple of drawings of that, and that's it huh. that survived that. And I mean, surprisingly, the Jurassic Park Four. Go online and Google it. You'll see freaking hybrid dinosaurs, but they weren't in. But they weren't in the draft we read. That's from a totally different thing. I'm gotcha. still trying to track that down. It, and but, are you guys stay, staying clear of ones that have had? Um, you know, enough sort of like, for instance, like uh, the the Kevin Smith Superman. Like, is that something you guys will cover or is that something that's been covered enough? Yeah, I, you know, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I, I guess maybe if we get a guest, but I thought John, John's documentary kind yeah. of covered that. Like, it's kind of feels weird to, to touch that one just because he did such a great job with that documentary. So, yeah, that. No. Uh, it's kind well, of is I there figured. any 
Is there any like rumors or just little bit of tidbits that you've heard that you wish there was more that you could actually do a whole episode on? Oh, um, <clears throat> well, what do you mean? Like a, a, a certain, I'm sorry. Like, like are, there, are there any just like, like you've only heard like a little bit of a, a snippet of whatever that there isn't more that doesn't justify a whole episode that you wish there was more that you could, you could explore. Oh. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, I, I come across like a lot of weird, like, yeah, I go through a lot of Fangoria's and you always come across like little weird, like log lines. Like there was like, like for a second there, they were toying with a Hills Have Eyes part three. This is not the new, the not, not the latest Hills Have Eyes, but yeah, you know. Michael Berryman. Yes, that one. But the third part was going to be about like a luxury, like spaceship liner that crashes on an island that crashes on a planet full of those guys <laughs> you know and so that was like i was like whoa what but i can't find nothing on that you know it's, it's like but i mean i guess they scrapped that idea probably because it's too big budget or anything and then eventually that movie the outpost is was that what it was no mind ripper came out and that was kind of what hills have eyes three turned into eventually gotcha. But but yeah, there, that one I've always been fascinated with. There's uh, Van Damme was supposed to f- go up against the uh, Abominable Snowman uh, movie called. Sold. That was- yeah, yeah. I'm sold <laughs> right there, right there. Yeah, oh, I, I'm upset. How did that get not get made? Oh, dude, t- it was like right around the time of Time Cop and uh, all that. So it was like prime Van Damme. It would have been amazing. I I, remember, I kept I kept track of that movie forever, and it just disappeared and it broke my heart i was like that's kind of interesting steven like i remember reading like in the age of like you know fangoria starlog i'm a big comic fan so i used to read comic scene back in the day and they right were on. Like, yeah, yeah the last two pages would be properties talking about like arnold schwarzenegger was in talks to play sergeant rock or oh yeah the james cameron script for a spider-man picture which mm-hmm. was wild and out of control uh, Shannon Tweet playing Delta 10, you know, <laughs> you know, comic series. And they would just have these little blurbs. We're like, it's going to be a movie. Oh, shit. I should start reading that comic. Or and it never it never happened. You know what I mean? So I think what Aries was saying, like those little blurbs of. Uh, yeah, I mean, ideas. any of that, I mean, anything that, that like progressed beyond that, that, that the rumor mill in the back of the magazines that, you know, you, you'd, you'd get a little excited about. That's. I mean, someone like you that that really just dives into this this world that you know of all this shit that could have been like that. That yeah, I'm fascinated by what excites you that you you know only heard a little bit about that you wish that you you know where we wish that the movie was made. You wish that a script was made or the 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 art was made that you could talk about. Yeah, there's. <clears throat> I'm trying to. Th- think that's that's a good question because man there was so much met like yeah because sometimes stuff is probably like rumored and yeah. i guess just you know they're in talks and it just never goes through you know type things like i'm um, trying to I'm, I'm trying to think like yeah because that's a that's a very good question I'm, I'm trying to think of what i'm obsessed with that there's like very very little of it's a, it's a very good oh there, there was this do you remember those airport movies from the from like the late seventies and early eighties? There was like Airport seventy seven, and then there was the Concord. 
Yeah. They were going to yeah. do. I, I found a blurb of one called Airport. It was like 82. Called, it was Airport 82 UFO. And I've been like, fat, like what was what is that even? And I, I can't find nothing on that one. Nothing. That sounds more like a sequel to Airplane than yeah. Yeah. To the, the serious movies that happened. But, th- but those movies are like so serious disaster pictures and like how are they going to spin that I wonder with like a cat like with, like with a crazy big cast you know or um, even more, more towering inferno like, like. yeah uh, no ex- exactly um, I'm trying to think what else was was there um, man I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like at one point what was it? It was like, yeah, looking at it right now, it was like Fangoria reported that um, Tarantino and Lawrence Bender were going to produce Halloween 6. And I remember like oh. reading that when it came out, but I bet that was all just a, and they wanted to get Donald Pleasance back. But, you know, I've always tried to find stuff like that. Um, um, let me see. What else do I have over here? Do I have anything else? Don't want to bring your show to a halt. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's super interesting. I, go ahead, MZ. Yeah. MZ, go ahead. You have I know you haven't spoken, so go ahead, MZ. Yeah, there were there were three movies that that's on my mind when it comes to you know scripts just not making it to the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them was uh, Last House on the Left Two. Okay. Uh, yeah, Last House on the Left Two, uh, Cannibals, which is a direct uh, sequel to Cannibal Holocaust. And also, Son of El Topo. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, the that's interesting. The Cannibal. Like, I know which one you're talking about, Cannibals, and then it had another title called Cannibal Fury. That the, the Cannibal Holocaust one, because they ended up doing Cut and Run as a Cannibal Holocaust sequel, and then they were supposed to do Cannibal Fury, which the one you're talking about as well, Cannibal, and that never happened. I haven't found much about that, but I did find like a, I did end up finding like a variety, like a promo ad for it, but it was just the lettering, you know. Even that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, the the, the cool. Yeah, Sons of El Topo, I'm very fascinated by because he almost got that made in the 90s and Marilyn Manson was attached for a while there wow. to it. And it was lingering on IMDb for a while and then it just kind of disappeared. Um, and they released a comic. I don't know if the second issue ever came out, but they did They did turn the script, one of the scripts. There is, there is, gonna, there is a few versions of that script. I have one. I haven't read it, and then I know it, it wasn't. Then it went under a different title, but um, they turned one of them into a graphic novel. And um, what was the other one you mentioned? I'm sorry. I'm, uh, uh, on oh, the left two. How, yeah, last house on the left two. There's like if you have like Fangor- <clears throat> if you have access to Fangoria's in, in the the issue where it's Friday at Thirteenth Part Five. Yeah, that director was attached to it, and he kind of talks about it briefly in there. And one of the pitches I heard for that one was that like David Hess's character like pretty much crawls out of hell. That was like one of the explanations. But yeah, they were for a second there, and there is another. There is another 
Oh, there was another thing on that one. I'm trying to remember. What was that? Last House on the Left 2. Yeah, because I am very fascinated by that one. There is, yeah, again, that one had another, like, variety ad for it that was in pre-production. And, yeah, it was going to be the director of Friday 13th Part 5. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of spacing on what the other plot was for that one. Or I could be wrong, but anyway, yeah, I've actually tried to hunt some of that stuff down too for Last House on the Left too. What was interesting is in the seventies, um, uh, that movie Messiah of Evil, when they re-released it, they re-released it under the title Last House on the Left too. So it was kind of yeah. cool. Like yeah. I found like a bunch of newspaper ads that said Last House on the Left too, but it wasn't wasn't that movie. It was, yeah. They were just trying to you know, off of it. That's pretty interesting. It's it's crazy. We have uh, actually a bunch of people in the chat room are throwing some out there too. I'll just uh, I'll I'll name a bunch, Stephen. You don't have to comment on all of them, but if any of them uh, you know kind of uh, resonate with you, uh, Craven's Dream Warrior script was incredible. Um, uh, says uh, says our boy Anthony. He also says uh, Dennis Etchinson's Halloween Four unused script was pretty wild as well. I haven't read that one. I've been dying to read that one. But yeah, Craven's Nightmare 3 is really interesting because they all have like different power, like, you know, like the, the chick that's a badass with the, with the switchblades. I believe she could breathe fire in that one. There's a, there's a lot of really cool differences in that one. And yeah. not to pitch my, my documentaries on movie novelizations. If you pick up the movie novelization for Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, you could read that. You could read the original, what the original idea for that script was in there. That's Yeah, no, that's crazy. I, I'll definitely, I didn't even know that it existed, so I, I'm, I'm super curious about that. <laughs> There's yeah, a, it's a bummer. Yeah. Our boy First Time Mike <laughs> says, uh, I have a book on full moon films that talk about a bunch of full moon sequels that were never made, like alternative puppet master movies and Dr. Mordred sequels and stuff. Oh, that's a trip. Yeah, who, who was I just listening to? Um, was it attached? Um, uh, it was a, yeah, um, I, yeah, man, there, there's a bunch with that company. That it, It's kind of like endless. I, yeah. I, I would like to, check that book out because i do like the puppet master movies i do like the second third and fourth one was it the third and fourth are kind of attached if you watch no 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 part three is the is the one where they go into the war right four and five are strangely attached and they're directed by jeff burr they're a lot of fun those two but um, two is really good but i i would be i'd actually like to read that i i don't know much about the alternative puppet masters but i like I like that franchise up until like part five or six, and then I'm pretty good with the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Got a trouble. Yeah, yeah. If if uh, first time Mike, if if he's still listening, if you could uh, maybe just toss. I don't know if you know the the title of the book, but if you can to- uh, toss the title of the book so we can uh, let Stephen know so he can look it up. Uh, also, but, uh, oh, plus, there was a Charles Band one called De- Decapitron, I believe. It was this. Re- it was going to be like a pretty big budget about this robot that keeps switching these strange heads. Like one had like all, each head, each head it had a, had all kinds of weaponry. Yeah. I believe you can like Google search it and you'll find some images of each helmet and what kind of weaponry they had on it. It looked pretty dope, actually. Yeah. That was one Charles Band. That was, there was another Charles Band one. There, there, actually, isn't there like a movie he made called Pulse Pounders and it never came out? That one I've been fascinated to watch. 
yeah, as well. I'm not familiar with that one, but uh, I, I mean, Charles Band obviously has a pretty extensive history of, of things, so I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that that's out there. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, Pulse Pounder's uh, 1988 anthology film. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't come. I mean, I tried watching. I've been watching the, the what the fuck's that movie called? Um, Rage War, the Dungeon Master. I've been watching that the last few nights. Pure madness, but I love that era. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's a crazy time for film. Uh, there's another one. Evil, <laughs> Evil Corny mentioned the whole uh, Rob Liefeld having a film with Spielberg called Doom Four, and also The Mark with Will Smith. Yes, I remember that too. Mark with Will Smith. Wait, what was the other one? Uh, uh, I guess it was Rob Liefeld um, was going to do a film with Steven Spielberg called Doom Four. Is that my reading? Four. Right? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a um, a comic property originally, but it was one of those things where he was adapting. I think it was. He was still with Image. Um, yeah, Dooms Four, and yeah, the Mark. That was one of the, one one of those things where maybe oh, Doom, and, Dooms uh, Four, like Roman numeral four. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I, I unfortunately you stumped me with those two. I don't don't know much about those two, unfortunately. Yeah, and that brings to me the sorry the uh, the the poster they made of Brigitte Brigitte Nielsen as She Hulk. <laughs> uh, well, they did yeah. it up in yeah. like weird green makeup and some weird like. Vampirella green spandex, and there was a promotional art for it. But oh, yeah, it's so it's so yeah, it's so bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. That would uh, New World Pictures was gonna put that one out. Yeah, on on paper it was like this is gonna be awesome, and it never. Happened. Yeah, it's it's crazy. For a second there in the early nineties, there was a lot of like Marvel properties. Yeah, you know, I think Joe Zito. I have the script. Joe Joe Zito. I mean, unfortunately, he was he really wanted to make Spider Man, and he because he had um, Invasion USA was a hit, and uh, Missing Missing in Action Two was a hit. He became Canon's number one guy, so he he's the one who got the you know kind of nudged Toe Pooper off of Spider Man, and he got he got the job, and he really did put like a lot of effort in getting Spider Man made, and then he jumped onto Doctor Strange in like the late eighties also. And that, 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 that would have been interesting as well. There was like a bunch of like Marvel properties yeah. that we didn't get even early on. Of course, like Wesley Snipes, like black Panther and stuff like that. There was like, uh, I have a whole list somewhere. I've been collecting those because <laughs> yeah. I am finding them all. So very fascinating, you know, I mean, all this was like right, kind of right before, um, Albert Pune's uh, Captain America movie. Which is, yeah, very bizarre. Especially at the director's cut. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> Raven Shadow, was that around the time that uh, Marvel was going bankrupt? No, was no. It I mean, prior? That, it was, I mean, Marvel didn't go bankrupt till post or image. So, I mean, that was after the, the image guys left. But the, the Albert Pune. Um, Cap came out, and I remember seeing actually uh, our local theater, our big theater in those days was Showcase uh, Downtown. I remember actually seeing a poster. It was just a Cap Shield, and it had a date, but it never <laughs> happened. And that was a weird thing where you had, you know, fucking um, the one of the jocks from Revenge of the Nerds as Captain America, and he didn't. Yes. Even have, 
<laughs> it, it was Salinger's son. It was Catching the Rye's son, turns out, yeah. um, who was the actor. But Cap even had, like, rubber ears. Like, he had fake ears on his suit. And for some reason, the Red Skull was a German Nazi, became an Italian fascist for no reason. Um, <laughs> at all. And Cap was hardly ever in the suit. And it was kind of in that era where you would downplay the superhero tropes. Like, actually, the, uh, the, the Punisher film with Dolph Lundgren and uh, Lou Gossett Jr. is truly not that bad. I but, like that movie. Yeah, it's not, it's not terrible. Yeah. But it's not yeah. good. But you yeah, could, I know, it's not good. <laughs> you could get a Punisher t-shirt. Like, uh, you could, like, no, the only Punisher thing was the fucking daggers the in the dagger, goddamn right, thing. Right, right, right. I mean, you you say that it's not when Marvel is going bankrupt, but they really really weren't fighting the fact that they're about to go bankrupt with yeah. these fucking movies. But it was more when they were selling off their they were selling off their licenses. Unlike Warner Brothers, who owned all the archives, you know they could use everybody, and they didn't cross promote. But Marvel would sell off snippets of their yeah. Licenses. I mean they they were they were they were trying to save themselves, but they were hurting themselves at the same time. Right, and it was kind of that era of like. We'll do a property even down to like I remember marking out hard for the 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 trial of the Incredible Hulk that had Daredevil, Rex Smith from TV Street Hawk. Um, as, uh, which I was a mark for Street Hawk. I, I love the fact that you're the only person in the universe that knows who played that. I'm pretty sure Steven does. Steven. <laughs> Would you have been able to pull that out of your ass right now? That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> And his boy, his boy, that was his like, his like, his oracle was the motherfucker in Murphy Brown. Like he was the bald dude. Oh, Steven, Steven, let's talk after. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Put me in the document. Rex Smith. <laughs> it's called Virgin, a love story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, by the way, I just uh, first time Mike linked me to that book, and just in case you weren't aware of the name, uh, Stephen, it's called "It Came from the Video Aisle Inside Charles Band's Full Moon Entertainment Studio." Yeah, I gotta pick that up. I love Charles Band movies, and um, and plus, like I said, there's so many he didn't make, so I'd love to definitely yeah. check that. Yeah, that could so, be a treasure trove for sure. Yeah, but yeah, we almost came close to getting like. I have a, I have the script an X Men movie in the late eighties that like that would have just been strange wow. as well. It's like a lot, and then um, I guess the other one I wish we would have got also was around the same time when I was saying that Schwarzenegger was going to do Commando two. He was up for Total Recall two and Conan three, and but we got like uh, Terminator two instead of those, which was probably a good thing. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is pretty. Awesome. So, but, uh, but yeah, but I'm sorry. Go. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. There's um, but yeah, that that is like that alone is a is a treasure trove. It, basically, the comic book movies that that you know never happened, and you know, especially in the 80s and 90s, like there's just a a lot of shit there. You know, like and and just it's it's funny because it's, it's an embarrassment of riches now. You know, and looking back, I mean, we we had to. You know, Raven Shadow and, and Ares went to go see fucking uh, uh, barbed wire because there wasn't yeah because there wasn't anything else out there. So, which which is strange. I, I like that movie. It's like it's so weird because I do because it's like they rip 
they didn't rip off. They based the whole script off of Casablanca. So it's like <laughs> they, they, they wrapped the whole movie around a tight storyline. So I don't know. I find that I do like that movie, but I didn't read the comics. So unfortunately, well, I, I can't. Yeah, I didn't read the comic either. And it was just because it was a comic movie comic book movie i went to see it but my god that was atrocious i don't care what oh, it was man, you, look at my letterbox account you know i just talked about watching the dungeon master dude that's all i watch <laughs> you know what i, I i'll I, you know what i love bad movies but that is just that is atrocious i mean i i'll shit on I the actually i don't think it's that bad seriously really? Aries, you, yeah. gotta, you gotta rewatch it you know what maybe i will i well i, re I will rewatch it because <laughs> I love the, the the Captain America that we were sp talking of and the the Punisher. Yeah. Those are awful, but I will watch them and I love them. Right, right. But Bob mm -hmm. Wire is just like, oh my god! Like but the best part of that story was that uh, we told it on the air, but uh, we had a connection. Well, Aries had a connection, and I'm friends with Aries um, with the movie theater at the time. And let's just say we could see movies for free, and we went there, Aries and I, because we saw all comic book films. And Aries said, "Well, I'm going to use my card to see free movies." And he's like, all right, listen, we'll show you the movie for free, but you got to stay to the end. Because we're work. And we're like, yeah, whatever the fuck. We'll watch the fucking movie for free. It will stay to the end. 15 minutes in, I go to Aries. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go to Denny's. Let's go to the bar. We're, go. we're the only two motherfuckers in the theater, and they're running yeah. it for free for us. Yep. Oh, so that's hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I believe it. You know, back, I mean, I think. You know, I, I watched it back then. I didn't want to watch it, and I, and I strangely enjoyed it because, like I said, it, it it takes from that other movie, that classic Hollywood movie. Then I recently watched it, like on MGM or some bullshit, and I was surprised at how much I thought it held up. I like how the production design carried. You know, it's like I, you know, what? Here's another terrible movie I love, which is Giant Mnemonic for some freaking reason. I oh. love the Japanese cut. I, I like, love that movie too. And then, oh, here's another weird one. We almost had Val Kilmer as Giant Mnemonic, not really? Keanu Reeves. He was the first choice. And there was actually variety ads that went out with Val Kilmer's name as the lead. But, you know, I do like Keanu. And I like that movie. It's a bad movie. But, like, I don't know. It's a bad example I'm bringing up <laughs> to compare Bob <laughs> Wire to. You know what? Like, not that cool, Monica, I think, I think that's like the era where Rollins was in every movie, where Henry Rollins, yeah. every movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's in that movie. It was just, was just like he signed a deal. I'll be in every fucking movie made that year. He was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and you know what? I am a, a Rollins fan, so if Rollins is in it, I fucking love it. <laughs> that's true. A story with the chase, right? It was like his yeah, yeah. the chase. Oh yeah, yeah. He, Charlie is it he? Charlie and Christy Swanson. Yeah. 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 By the way, that one of our first episodes was with Adam Rifkin, who directed that movie, and and check out that episode because we go into his Planet of the Apes movie, which would have been amazing. It would have been it would have came out in the early '90s, and it was about the apes when they were going through like their Roman era, and they still had like machine guns and stuff like that. It sounded like phenomenal. It's like very heartbreaking story, but he he yeah he Adam Rifkin like is like such one of the most underrated directors because he did the chase. He did like when I was bef before getting into film school, I was obsessed with his movie, the dark, the dark backward. And uh, yeah, he, the dude is such an underrated, like independent filmmaker. And he's like, just still freaking making really interesting films. But uh, if, that's one episode of my podcast I'd recommend checking out. Cause he also wrote a masters of the universe movie that John Woo was going to direct. Holy shit. <clears throat> yeah. Uh -oh. 
There's two sequels I wanted to see if you what came to mind, uh, Stephen. Was one a mess of the universe, and the other would be was there ever any development of a Remo Williams sequel? You know what? I've always wanted to look into the Remo Williams sequels, and I haven't yet. So you might you might have pushed me into doing that. I I, I would like to get yeah, Destroyer novels. I'm very I'm curious about that too. I've never I have yet. You know what? Next time I go to the library, I'm gonna look into that. Actually, it's a good one. I just rewatched that with my girlfriend a few weeks ago. Uh, it's available on Tubi. Uh, thank you <laughs> uh, for free. And I remember watching that as a kid. You know, I think most of us did. And watching it again, it true. I think it still holds up. And I remember the Destroyer novels, and even Marvel Comics did some like large black and white uh, adaptations of it as a kid. And I think it still holds up. That fight scene on the Statue of Liberty. Oh, that's a great sequence. Yeah. Oh, and it's just, the score is like, it feels like, a you know, it feels epic, that score, too. It yeah. feels like, it just feels like a big, fun movie. I, I, I'm i bummed, man. Fred Ward was so dope in that movie. You're right. You know, a great yeah. leading man. We have a friend of ours who, you know, loves that, who would love to have uh, Fred Ward play Wolverine in the 80s. Like, he thought he was really good. <laughs> version and he's not entirely wrong but uh he was great yeah i wonder who would have played him in the 80s that's a good point <laughs> but uh yeah masters of the universe 2 unfortunately i don't think it would have been good because um he wasn't uh, albert pune what he was going to do was he was going to shoot the first half of spider-man while the actor was kind of puny and then he was going to cut production on Spider-Man, go shoot Master of the Universe 2 while the Spider-Man actor bulked up to, <laughs> to shoot the rest of Spider-Man so he was more... What a possibly go Yeah, but, but Master of the Universe 2, Dolph wasn't going to be in it. He had uh, someone else casted, which was the surfer. He didn't really have any other acting roles. Um, and it just really seemed like it was going to be like really low budget because that Spider-Man they were doing was super low budget because masses universe and like superman bombed then they were like really slashing at that point so masters 2 unfortunately and it was going to all take place like on earth again it was just like they were i think they were having a rough time i don't if we would have got that i don't think it would have been that good unfortunately i mean but like you i, I mean i wish we would have got the adam rifkin john Wu masters beside that one but uh, yeah it, yeah unfortunately that one and then, I don't know, it's always rumored that they did turn the sets into Cyborg. But, um, yeah. you know, I... Because, not to cut you off, Steve, but I remember reading, like, a, a precursor to IMDb, but, like, Cyborg 2 was also, a.k.a. Mass of the Universe Part 2. Yeah, I, I wonder, I don't, I don't know, oh, um, Cyborg 2 eventually came later on, but I think they ended up using the master sets to shoot Cyborg, like just deconstructing them a bit. That's, that's what I've always heard. I, I tried, God, I, I interviewed Albert Pune once, and I tried to get to discussing Masters of the Universe 2 with him, and I never got there, and I'm so bummed because I had all these questions, because <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm fascinated by that one too, you know? But, um, yeah, I'm not, I, you know, but that's, 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 I mean, that's pretty much, I guess, how they got all those sets for Cyborg was because of Masters 2, and then they, they, they cut uh, Spider-Man, they 
you know, they ditched it. And that, that script is getting crazier and crazier because at first it started off with Tobe Hooper and Joe Zito and they had like a really big budget. And then little by little, they kept hacking the budget to a point where they only had like a million dollars to do it or a million point five. And, you know, and then it just went away completely. And it got lost in the whole lawsuit. And that's why we didn't get James Cameron's Spider-Man, which is pretty, which has Peter Parker, like, yelling, I'll fucking kill you to Electro, which is hilarious. <laughs> you know, like that line, of, I swear to God, yeah, so Electro has, has like, married, has, like, MJ, and he's, like, convulsing her. And Peter, I swear to God, here's the line. I'll kill you, motherfucker. You hear me? You're dead, you sick bastard. Imagine like Peter at the ending of a movie, like him having Peter Parker just all of a sudden like just start cursing at the oh Lance Henderson who's gonna be playing um was it Edward Furlong could have been playing Peter Parker and Lance Hen- Hen- oh. Hendrickson playing uh Electro. Oh so God. <laughs> that wouldn't have aged well. Yeah, it would no. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I'm fascinated. I'm, I'm now thinking about convulsing MJ right now, and I'm having my own thing. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. The other crazy one is uh, Vincenzo Natali put out a bunch of tweets at one point. He was going to do the Predator, and I would have loved to have seen what he would have done with the Predator because I, I love the, I like, I really like all those movies. I don't care what people say, man. I love all the Predator movies. Yeah, right. actually, uh, I watched the most recent one with Raven Shadow, the the Shane Black one, and you know we'd heard a lot of a uh, uh, lot of people kind of running it down, but it it wasn't that bad. No, I, I I liked it, and they they kind of you know, again, if you listen to our, I think it's my Godzilla episode with Fred Decker, we talk about the, what happened with that movie, and the the third act of that movie there was going to be this that movie originally in the third act they had all these other predators that like merged with uh, creatures from like baboon predators and spider predators and it was going to be this crazy train sequence with um, the characters fighting off all these various predators and they shot it all and they had it and just preview audiences didn't like it and so they went and they did that whole different third act in the woods and so we got a yeah so that's so if I well that that's another one. I was like, what if we would have just got the original ending to that movie? It yeah. sounded so badass. And you can find if you Google around, you might be able to. You could find some of that concept, the CG renderings of those other predators, and um, and that would have been pretty dope. So it's not their fault. It's not Fred Decker and Shane Black's fault that movie. If if you don't like it, it's just that the studio made them do it. I like I like it, but I I mean I would love to see that other ending though. Yeah, and and that's always interesting. Go ahead, MZ. I'll let you finish. Yeah, I just want to say, have you, uh, have you ever gotten access to uh, the Dog Soldiers 2 script? No, we did talk to him about that, I believe, Neil Marshall, when he was on. And I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, it's escaping my mind what he talked about that, what he said. I went through, I, I, when Neil Marshall was on, I was so psyched. I went through the whole, I went through like a whole list of movies he was, he was a part of, you know, and he, and he was awesome. He answered us really well. He, he went into it all. So, um, not to point people away from your show, but yeah. <laughs> no, of course, man. That's what, that's what we want to do. We want to, you know, want to, 
uh, let people know about it if they haven't listened to it because it's a it's a phenomenal show and there's it's it's I mean all this stuff that we're talking about like this is what you guys do on on you know per every episode so it's you know I think the yeah. people that really love these kind of discussions are gonna are gonna love hearing you guys talk about it so uh, I definitely want people yeah. to to know about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that we did this one episode on Return of the Thing, and this guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, and again, man, it was an awesome script where he took it out of the Antarctic and he put it into like a de desert town. And first, like the predator, not the predators, Jesus, the the thing first, it attacks a chicken. So like at a diner when they're like busting eggs over like a over the fryer, all these little things are hatching from the fucking eggs, you know? So it, it starts like that, and it just gets aggressively more and more crazy. And it was like one of the like one again, like with this with this show, it's crazy. Is like I like before this show, I, I had like probably like a defining defining top ten movies I've never made, and then do, going through this show, I'm reading these scripts and interviewing these people. You're just like, oh man, this one would have been great. This one would have been great. It's just it's it's crazy the gamble we get, you know? Like yeah, and, some and how you know like not Val Kilmer. <laughs> in China Monte, yeah. you know, it's crazy. And, and I'm curious how. Obviously, I know I know you do a ton of research on your own, but do you ever have uh, some of the listeners kind of like write in and be like, "Hey, check this out," and it's a film that you guys have never even heard of? Um. Yeah, we we do sometimes. People like are reaching out to us on Twitter and stuff because like I don't know every. I mean, there's so many yeah. freaking things. It's it's insane. Like I haven't like a couple of the ones. You guys mentioned I, I you know, I, I never heard of, you know, I'm not gonna lie. But um yeah, there yeah, once in a while we, we do, you know, but um yeah, because there like while I started this, there's tons that Josh brings to the table. I'm like, you know, I didn't know about that Galaxy Quest script, you know, the first version of it, which was just really weird and dark, you know, I had no idea about it, you know, and then um the one we're going to have coming up soon is on James Bond Warhead. I won't get too much into it because I want to spoil the episode, but that was like, I never knew I wanted a James Bond movie until I read, until I was like reading that script. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> this movie was insane. You know? So yeah, they're, they're yeah, it's pretty wild, but um, yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I guess there is many more, that I'm, I'm dying to dig into. And I guess yeah. another one that he mentioned earlier when he asked me of a movie that um, I, I can't find nothing on, there was going to be a, a sequel to The Fly called Flies. And I get, and Gina Davis was going to make it with Rennie Harlan. So it was going to be Fly 3, Flies. And I'm kind of curious what that would have been like, but I can't find anything on that either. And then um, the other one, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure there's. there's um, I mean, I'm sure there's just an endless amount. It's funny when I, when I was digging around and went, like listen to your show, I'm like, man, like, uh, like there's got to be you got to run out of of ideas. And then in, in talking to you, like, I don't think there's any shortage of of films that were never, you know, that that you guys won't, you know, there's so much out there for you guys to talk about, you know. Yeah, like I said, I collected so many scripts. So, you know, there's tons of Akira remakes they try to make. There's Voltrons, you know, there's like 
or like in an alternative timeline, you know, instead of Tim Burton making uh, Mars attacks, he almost made dinosaur attacks. Those those trading cards wow. instead, you know, you know. So, I mean that that would have been that would have been a trip, you know. So it's like, yeah, no, it, it like you know, I'm obsessed. Like you know, a couple. Remember like when. Um, Remember when PS2 put out like Spy Hunter and The Rock was like on the front cover? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were going to do a, it was a Spy Hunter with The Rock. Yeah, I you remember know? that being rumored. Yeah, yeah. Posters, pretty sure. Yeah, and so that you know, I would have fucking Spy Hunter with The Rock back then. That would have been dope. Yeah. And I think John Woo was going to direct it too. Oh, crazy! So, uh, you're right. Right coming back to me when he's bringing it up but he's right i remember that now it's and uh it was it was almost gonna make it too and then it just it just fizzled out like as fast as it came aboard it just fizzled out there was another um there's another uh uh script that i was wondering about and it's the it's the uh sequel to rocky horror picture show revenge of the old queen Oh, right on. I, I don't know anything about that one, to be honest. I've heard of it, but I I was never... I mean, I guess as a filmmaker, I've always been fascinated by Rocky Horror. I'd never seen it live at night. I only rented it when it first came out, but I, I do not know much about that one. I'm sorry. That one, um, I've heard about... No, no, much about that one. Do you know I don't know anything about that one. Yeah, do you know anything about it, MZ, beyond the just that it was the, the name of it? It just uh, beyond the name of it, uh, I knew that Tim Curry was attached to it, uh, that uh, Richard O'Brien was attached to it, and those were the only two I think that were going to be reprising their roles uh, at Confurter and Riff Raff. Yeah. Everyone else, I don't was involved. I think those were the only two, and uh, it it, ju- it ju- I don't as far as I know, it didn't get any further past you know. Uh, scripts you know the script writing stage but that's i mean that was such a long time ago yeah <laughs> when would that have been like the 80s i wonder uh when i heard about it it was around 1981 the news broke this around 1981 interesting An interesting time to have like uh, that type of sequel musical huh. yeah yeah definitely so uh, we could probably talk about this stuff uh, go ahead mz sorry <laughs> all right so um we could probably talk about this all fucking night steven and and like i would love to but there's some other stuff i want to i want to talk about as well so i hear you. you know there's um obviously last time we talked to you uh tied in was the your next film project is is has is there any updates or is there anything else that you're currently working on in, in terms of film yeah i mean right now well yeah right now i'm still i'm writing writing away um i am directing a documentary i haven't yet mentioned what it's on yet yeah. uh but it is definitely another movie documentary I'm, I'm i'm i've been shooting that and while i'm at home now i get to edit so I'm, <laughs> so i'm still messing with that one um uh, but yeah but right now it's uh tied in is like yeah it's in post we're cutting away at it it's um it's um it's epic there's there's um if people don't know it's about movie novelizations and um and so 
it's it was an interesting can of worms to open and start seeing that it's not only about authors, but it's also about missing scenes that are in books and movies. And there's, so there's a, there's a lot to it. And so we're still putting that one together. It's been, yeah, it's been, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that one. I'm excited that, you know, it's, it's a piece of history that's both like literature and film, yeah. you know, and that one's being directed by Jim Coons, who shot the uh, Doctor of Island, the the Island of Doctor Moreau documentary with with Richard Stanley. He also shot uh, the Flesh and Blood documentary that's like on Amazon right now about Al Adamson. It's a great documentary about a horror director. If you guys like movie documentaries, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's directing. Yeah. And we're just interviewing. We interviewed a bunch of awesome people, authors to filmmakers about these movie novelizations and this whole wild world of them and it's it's been a lot of fun and so doing that yeah, and i'm directing this other doc on the side which like i said and i'm I'm researching a bunch of other ones right now um i've had all these notes that i've collected from the library so it's been fun with you know there's another unmade movie i i can't mention yet but i've been collecting notes on and putting together because there's only so much that they talk about in the books about them about it so i just need to go deeper and i found a lot of awesome shit so i've been kind of digging away in there also so yeah so i'm trying to make use of this quarantine time of <laughs> of, of doing all this stuff but i i love you know finding shit that's not out there so i mean we'll, we'll yeah. see hopefully next time i'm on i can announce one something new it would be awesome yeah yeah, I mean that's. I mean, if if there's anything we know about you, it's 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 that you just kind of love the, the stuff that's either forgotten or stuff that was never uh, saw the light of day, and you know I think that yeah. that's really awesome. And I, one other thing I want to give a big plug to you is the uh, tied in Instagram. It's one of my favorite Instagram accounts. Uh, it's tied. Oh, right. I, if I recall correctly, Thanks. correct me if I'm wrong. It's tied underscore in underscore film, right? Yes. Tied in film. That's yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, it's yeah, we, we post novelizations every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, such a great one. It's definitely one of my favorite uh Instagram accounts. I just I just love seeing all the because I think you said it's Jim's um he has he has the library, right? He has all of those or yes. some of those yours? No, no, no. Those are all his his collection mine. I don't have many. <laughs> They're yeah. like up there, not, not many. But um, he's got the collection, and that everything you see on that page is his collection. And it's cool because you sometimes you just see book covers that just spark, like, yeah. oh yeah, remember that. It's just that's what's really interesting about these books and the writers. You know, they don't get any respect for writing these things, so yeah. it's cool to shine light on them and on this. You know, like there's not a you know there's like so far this year, Bloodshot got a novelization and Sonic the Hedgehog did. But you know, like if it was like back in the '90s, like almost every movie that was coming out had a novelization. You know, so well the the big and sort of to your point, the big one that that I've heard talked about a lot is the Rise of Skywalker novelization. Because apparently there's a lot of stuff in there that explains stuff. Like it, it tells you that like 
uh, you know, that the emperor was, was a clone and, you know, his soul basically was in the body. There's like a lot of other things that just weren't included in the movie. So some little things like that, that's one of the biggest examples this year of, of kind of what you're talking about, of all these scenes that just got left out of the film or a- actually give a little bit more background to what's going on and, and it helps make a little bit more sense, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That, um, that, that was the best thing about novelizations, like, especially, I think I probably brought up in the last show, like that Rambo novel. The Rambo novelization is like one of the best novelizations yeah. because the writer of the original book did it and you get all this extra stuff that's not in the movie that makes it like more intense. Like, like in the, in the book, Rambo, the, the, you know, like the concentration camp Rambo goes back to was the one that he was held hostage at and so if he gets caught he's going to be there for the rest of his life so it's more of a thriller of like yeah. you're scared for him as in the movie but like with star wars every time a new star wars comes out yeah it's like everyone goes to buy these books especially rogue one with all those scenes in the trailer no one yeah. got to see everyone wants to know like where's all these missing scenes and yeah so lots of times it's from the first draft but with these Star Wars, they know what they're leaking on in these books because it's not like the old days, like a, like I brought up earlier, Nightmare on Street Part Three. That novelization has the original script before they changed it. But you know, they 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 definitely have like these new Star Wars writers. They're not going to produce the very first draft. They they do. They're on top of what's going to get leaked in those books. But yeah. I, I always do novelization searches and whenever a new Star Wars comes out, it is pretty cool to see everyone buys it and everyone reads it and dissects it for those reasons. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy. And I'm just looking right now on the tied in Instagram and just to name a few of the books that are you guys posted recently was uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 3D, the novelization. Uh, Hawk the Slayer. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Uh, Nosferatu, there's a Tomb Raider novelization, Highlander, uh, Cliffhanger, yeah, I see the Sonic the Hedgehog, Return to Oz, Werewolf of London, The Avengers, and I'm not talking about Marvel, I'm talking about uh, the Sean Connery <laughs> Avengers movie. But uh, no, there's there's some great stuff on here, so if, if uh, I, I definitely recommend people out there go check out Tied in Film on Instagram and, and also on Twitter. It's it's one of, one of my favorite accounts, so give that a look so i mean yeah steven we we literally could talk all fucking night man because i i miss the hell out of you and it's so awesome just having you on to talk about the stuff that you're passionate about and yeah absolutely we'll have to do it more often because uh we always love chatting with you man but is is there anything else that uh you want to talk about before we start to wrap up is there any any of anything else you want to promote anything else out there that you think would be interesting i don't know i guess um you could just you know, find me on Twitter and then there's, you can find like my pod. Yeah. If you want to follow my podcast on Twitter, let me see, because we do try to, whenever a movie comes out that does have concept art, like we do definitely post concept art. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on, so on Twitter, it's at never made film. And then on Instagram, it has at never made film on Twitter. And then on Instagram, we are um, top. Um, I'm sorry. Give me a sec. Here it comes. We are uh, best movies never made. I think. Yeah, I think it is just yeah because we couldn't use the same thing. Yeah, best movies never made on Instagram, and so you'll see like 
like yesterday, um, we had like that tragic passing of uh, Stuart Gordon, oh, yeah. which was like oh so heartbreaking. Um, but uh, um, we we put up an ad for um, he was going to do this um, this monster movie about a giant snapping turtle, and there was like a like a like an ad put out, and we you know we put that up in tribute to him, but we also put out like we did like this crazy four episode dive into the Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> and and the crazy thing was the first super mario brother be, not the not the Bob Hoskins one we got, like that crazy industrial music video. Yeah, uh, Super Mario movie, but for a second there, we almost got like a brightly like green Super Mario Brother movie, but they pulled the plug because it was too kiddish. But we put up some of the concept art of like uh, like the they made like the Goombas, they made like those mushroom those little mushroom guys and shit, like the turtles, like they were making these creatures, and you know Schwarzenegger was almost gonna play King Koopa, so we put the concept art. Uh, so we put like the concept art of that up and um, yeah, we just, yeah. So we always try um, to do our best to put as much concept art of the, of the projects we're talking about or the project or just random concept art. We just think is cool. Like for, for instance, we did put up um, uh, Raven chair. was talking about the Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Um, like we put up all those um, pictures on there too. You can definitely find all those. And like, yeah. And yeah, we did an, uh, an episode on E.T. and we put up like the um, before they were going to make before E.T. It was that movie Night Shadows and they ended up taking the, the design for E.T. And you can see that concept art on our thing, thing uh, on our social media as well. Yeah, that's great. So definitely, if you guys uh, also check out on Instagram, I'm just looking on Instagram right now. Uh, best new, best movies never made, and I am looking at the King Koopa concept art right now, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Steven's got some great, uh, some great content out there on on social media. So make sure you guys follow it, and also ch- check out the podcast, and also Steven's other films. We haven't even brought it up, but. Uh, one, I can't remember what year it was, but I think it was either, t- I think it was 2014. Uh, Dune was, we picked as our number one film of, of the year. And that's a film that was, you know, one of your passion project that you produced. And, you know, that's once again, you know, goes back. That was sort of our first kind of connection with you was that. And we had you on for that. And it was just kind of funny yeah. how you actually already listened to us. And we were like, what, <laughs> you know, it was just kind of funny how it all happened. And then, uh, you called us the Neon Maniacs of podcasting, which we appreciated. It was <laughs> one of the kindest things anyone's ever said. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so everyone, if you haven't checked out Jodorowsky's Dune, you, you got to check it out. It's I don't. Do you know if it's streaming anywhere right now, Stephen? Because I know it was on Amazon Prime for a while. Do you know if it's still available there? It. Um, um, I mean, you could rent it the, yeah. on Amazon Prime, but unfortunately, it's not streaming like for free on Netflix. Yeah, or anything like moment, but you have to rent it at the moment. I'm wondering when the new Dune comes out. How um, that's all that stuff is out of my hands. I hope they put it out to like Netflix or to Prime so people can check it out when yeah. this new movie. Comes out. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a great idea. Yeah, because that's uh, you know uh, the Denis Villeneuve uh, Dune is going to be coming out soon. So yeah, that that hopefully it sees a, a little jump and uh, 
in uh, you know in, in views and or uh, purchases for you because uh, yeah it's it's such a great it's such a great documentary so if you guys haven't seen it check out uh, Jodorowsky's Dune and obviously you know Stephen uh, we'll definitely get you back on again it's been it's been a while but it's always a pleasure to have you on man because uh, we love talking to you so much and uh, we we just I love the show you got everyone's got to go check out best movies never made it's it's such a phenomenal show. Oh, well, well, thanks, man, for like promoting it and always promoting me and everything. I appreciate that. You guys are, you guys are awesome. Seriously, yeah, I would definitely want to come back on and talk movies again for sure. Yeah, been, yeah, definitely. It, it was important to me to get you on for you know because when we do the milestones for you know like at this point it kind of doesn't really matter. Like it feels like we're kind of tooting our own horn. So we just like to have fun and talk to talk to some of our old buddies, and that's why I wanted to reach out to you and make sure we could we could hang. And I'm glad it all worked out because. Uh, you know, it's uh, always always awesome to talk to you, man. So, um, so yeah, congratulations to you guys. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, that's insane. It's <laughs> <laughs> insane. Like, I, I, I've only, I haven't done a lot of episodes, but I know it. It, it, man, doing doing shows takes a lot, man. So, I mean, props to you guys. Well, always being rowdy and entertaining and just fucking <laughs> hilarious. Well, <laughs> right. Thanks, man. We we, we just, definitely appreciate it. Go ahead, MZ. Yeah, I I got I I gotta oh. chime in on one more thing before we let him go. Yeah. West, uh, I I am really envious of your great white poster that, that you have. That Enzo Castellari poster, man, that is a thing of beauty. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with shark movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I got that. That was like one of the first things I got off of eBay, <laughs> like <laughs> that poster. And then I got next to it up from uh, no Tintorara. I can't show you up from the depths because I have some some stuff hanging there. But yeah, thank you. <laughs> nice. That's yeah, yeah. I was actually wondering what it was. I I figured, of course, if anyone's going to notice, it's MZ. So of course he noticed. <laughs> yeah, I was too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got sharks all over my office. <laughs> all right, Steve. Well, we're we're gonna let you go, man. But I really appreciate you taking the time. It was fucking awesome just to just to reconnect with you, man. And we'll have to do it again sometime soon down the down the road. Absolutely. Right on. Thank you, guys. Yeah, of course, man. All right. So uh, we're gonna say goodbye to Stephen, and we're gonna play uh, we're gonna play a voicemail right now because we got a shitload of them. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play one now from uh, Joe from the Horror Squad, and uh, we're gonna say goodbye to Stephen. So take care, Stephen. We'll catch up with you soon, man. And uh, uh, best of luck and be safe out there. All right, man. I appreciate it. Same to you guys. Okay. Take care, bud. Bye. Later. Hey guys, what's up? This is Joe over at the Horror Squad Podcast. Just coming on here to wish the boys over at Trick or Treat Radio a huge congratulations on 400 episodes. That is an amazing feat, guys. And here is to 400 more episodes. Uh, Also coming on here to give you guys my top five shutter recommendations while we are all stuck at home here on this quarantine. So here they are. At number one, Cheap Thrills. Number two, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Number three, Summer of 84. Number four, Deathgasm. And finally, House of the Devil. So there they are. Check those horror movies out while we are are all cooped up in the house. 
And yeah, once again, a huge congratulations to the guys over at Trick or Treat Radio. You guys are awesome. Bye. Awesome, Joe. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate uh, the call. Everyone check out the Horror Squad. Joe's a great dude. We've we've kind of bumped into him at a few different conventions here and there. Um, always love chatting with that dude, so uh, we appreciate him calling in and and uh, also, uh, you know, leaving us those the top five. I mean, you need something to do while you're quarantined. Isn't that right, Raven Shadow? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know, huh? No, because I'm... I'm- I'm essential personnel, which is fucking scary. <laughs> oh, true. Well, I thought you were. I thought it's, you were getting some time from home. No, she no, no. Good movie, though. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this oh, is good. Thanks, dude. Great. Can I say where you go, brother? Um, it's awesome that Aries is here, but I really miss my girlfriend. And um, when she gets to come back here, I well, I was talking. Jodorowsky's doing so we're watching that and I can't wait to watch that with my girlfriend and I'm digging the hair growing in in the back I'm slow. I like that I like your hair's growing longer I like that so I'm, I'm digging everything that's happening on that side of the uh, screen way to make it weird it's not <laughs> I like your other posters too okay <laughs> on the poster I like growing your hair out so that's it, it means a lot to me <laughs> The master of air over there, so I take this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you again for having me on. That was uh, awesome. You got it, Stephen. Thanks, All man. Right. Take care of yourself, buddy. I know. Late. All right. So we do have some. Uh, we got a couple emails. We got some other voice messages here. Uh, also my, my iPad is dying and, uh, you guys, uh, have to find a way to get you, uh, uh, on something, some other device. Cause, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to lose you guys before we're done because we have a lot of voice messages, like 24 left. I think. Should we go to commercial <laughs> and you should plug that in? Uh, so I, I will play one of the longer ones in a few moments. I still got some time, but, uh, we'll go to, we'll go to commercial and uh, and then I'll try to see what I can do. I might get you get you guys on my phone, or I might see if I can plug it in. But we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, but we'll do that in just a few minutes. But I wanted to read a couple emails. We got a couple emails. This is from uh, Will, our buddy Will K. Uh, Will was the I think he was our very first Patreon supporter, if I remember correctly, or if not the first, one of the first. So uh, Will writes in and says, "How's it going, boys? I wanted to write in for the 400th episode. I don't really remember when I started listening, but it's been a while." Just wanted to thank you guys for getting introduced for getting introducing me to a bunch of new movies and stuff, as well as getting me through most of college and some slow days at work. Hope everyone's safe and healthy during the tough times right now. Thanks, Will K. Thanks, Will. It's it's actually like kind of crazy to think about. He says for helping me get through most of college and now work. <laughs> Yeah. Like, now I, I I'm curious as to what end of mostly college. Like, did he not finish or did he miss us the beginning? I think he missed us the beginning. That's that's my okay. Opinion. That's that's all I'm curious that's about. That's my impression, anyways. But I'm past college too. But I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not there. Yet. But that's. I mean, that's. It's crazy because even if even if it was just, you know, I don't know. Even if it's just like a little bit of college, like the fact that he like. I don't know. We we were there for some of his formative years, which is kind of scary. 
So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's sweet of you, uh, Will. Thank you for uh, for writing in, buddy. All right, let's see. We also I'll, I'll go through the emails now before I forget them. But we also got one from our boy uh, Corey from uh, from the movie Massacre. And uh, so Corey says, "Greetings from the canopy. Congratulations on the 400th episode. Looking forward to many more." Also, just for general discussion, what are some of your favorite global pandemic films? For me, one of them is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. This current situation will be a lot more entertaining with talking apes. Anyway, I'm out. Thanks for the hours of entertainment over the years, Corey. Well, thank you, Corey. And uh, Corey's got a great show as well. He's He's got his own podcasting empire down uh, uh, down here, I guess I should say, in, uh, in Maryland. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so... Uh, Corey's got some good stuff going on. You guys should check out from the canopy. And uh, all right, so what are your some what are some of your favorite global pandemic films? Anyone have anything that comes to mind immediately? I mean, uh, I did have a, a very lengthy conversation with Corny uh, on before today, um, and you know what? I'm just twenty uh, twenty eight days later. Okay, that's acceptable. <laughs> one that, yeah. uh, one that I'll, I'll just say, I know we've mentioned it on the show recently uh, because uh, MZ watched it a few weeks ago and I watched it again. I watched it also a couple weeks ago was Contagion. And that one, I mean, from the ones I've seen, that one might clo- be the closest to kind of what's going on here. You know, obviously it's the sickness is different, but the way it spreads and sort of you know, just the way that they show it is kind of similar. So would you agree with that, MZ? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the speed in which it spreads because it, it the movie spans over, uh, maybe two years, maybe a little bit more. And, uh, it really, it, yeah. And it just, it just gets nuts and it's, it, and what's going on here right now is about as close as you're probably going to get when it comes to the movie Contagion. It's it's eerily similar. It's funny you say that because I remember I, I well I remember this afternoon uh, it's on Facebook and it was Max Brooks who did you know World War oh, Z yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What, yeah. Um, yeah he posted some stuff where apparently he had all the access to like the pandemic stuff like he was brought in rooms to do research and basically was given i'm not doing the story justice but he was shown what previous administration's plan for this was and was like no all this is fucked up like somewhere from when he had those interviews to maybe let's just say a change in administration from bad judgment from people um and things were cut and defunded but basically, there were plans in place for this to happen, and because of the defunding, it's not happening. And once again, I'm not doing the story justice, but um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is interesting. I've, I've read the book and I like it, but I, I didn't realize that he had access to that stuff. That's kind of crazy. And like in the article, he's like, "Yeah, I saw the fucking blueprints. Like, I know yeah. this is what they let me do." Yeah. And you're like a writer or a director; they just give you shit. They just they just give you shit (laughs) every damn night. So so what you're saying is essentially there's there's a a ready made movie with an orange villain 
that took away the cure for a virus. To be fair, uh, Full Moon took up. Cause I'm pretty sure they're already making that film. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, this dude sucks. I was watching something today, and he was like, the Chinese virus. I can't say the Chinese. Dude, you suck balls so much. Dude. Oh, Sorry. God, yeah. No, let's not even get into it. We have so much, so many voice messages, so we're going to have to kind of go uh, quick fire here. But um, all right, what I'm going to do for you guys, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the Skype call, and I'm going to call you both right back, okay? I'm going to try it on my phone. So I am going to play a voice message. I apologize. You guys are going uh, are gonna to miss it, uh, at least the beginning of it. But you, I'll get you back in in just a moment here. So um, let me just see here. I'll get one queued up. All right, I apologize. You're gonna, you guys are gonna miss a little bit of Carlitos, but it should be a quick, quick, tr- quick transition here. So let's cut to Carlitos, and I'm gonna go ahead and try and get these guys back on another device. So let's hear from our boy Carlitos. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio, it's Carlitos. How you guys doing? First, uh, let me say, uh, if you hear any squealing in the background, that's just my son playing video games. That's just how he plays. Yeah! Wow! that all that that's him so just in case that comes through and uh so i'm calling to wish you guys a happy 400 episode yeah you guys made it that guys make you old like the like dinosaur levels of podcasting man that's God, like what like years who am i kidding i'm about as old as you guys you know but um but you guys, this shows a commitment. You guys, it shows a passion, and and it's still a show where all the humor and your uh, your views they all come out naturally, and it's honest, and, and that's what makes your shows great, man. And uh, that's why I love it, and that's why I will continue listening for however long you guys are going to keep doing it. You know, um, I'm not going anywhere, so. Here's to 400 more. Come on, you guys could do it. Come on. <laughs> I mean, true. what else are you guys going to do these days, you know? <laughs> true, true. Uh, well, other than that, I hope you guys are staying busy. Me, um, I'm stuck at home you know, playing the Dooms. Nice. Which I do mean plural, Doom Eternal and Doom 64, which was uh, part of the pre-order. Or I did buy the Deluxe Edition. I wonder if that came with it, too. Anyways, five bucks everywhere if you guys want to pick that up. But uh, uh, Ravenshaw just have to find a used copy for his N64 or something, you know. But uh, hey, yeah, yeah, just uh, staying at home, trying to keep from going bananas. Ha <laughs> banana fingers. Yes, Asia. <laughs> and uh, been on a Japanese movie kick lately as well, uh, especially Takashi Miike films. Nice. I just saw Gozu for the first time and... Oh boy, man, that movie's a doozy. Very weird. And I love weird, but weird. And uh, I picked up the Dead or Alive trilogy, the Arrow release. Um, Can't wait to break that open. And um, also, uh, Mike's uh, video game adaption of uh, Yakuza, which I never got to see. Hopefully that's good, because I really, really love the Yakuza games, so uh, a horror movie here and there. I'm going to get ready to watch uh, Come to Daddy. It's on the list. Nice. 
So other than that, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands a lot, and uh, get through this crazy crisis altogether. So uh, you guys have a good one. All right, Carlitos. Thank you, my friend, and uh, you stay safe as well. Hope you're digging Doom Eternal. Uh, I have not had a chance to play it, believe it or not. Now that I, even that I'm working from home, I, I feel like I'm even busier. But uh, that's because I can't I can't go home from work. Work is always here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not. They're watching you. Yeah, but uh, thank you, Carlitos. Uh, we appreciate it, man, and uh, we appreciate you you listening and, and being a supporter. Uh, it means a lot to us, so thanks, buddy. And you stay safe, you and your family, man, okay? All right, so you guys are back. That was seamless. I got you guys right back right away, so uh, everything's good here. You, everything sounds the same on you guys' end? Yeah, we're all good. We're fine here. <laughs> TK421. How are you? TK421, why don't you add your posts? I don't want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> Johnny, we have company. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right, let's keep moving on. And, and the only way I'm going to get through the, all these voice messages and uh, not forget any, because there's so many, is to do them in alphabetical order. So that's that's just how I'm doing them. Uh, so that's how they're in the folder. That's how I'm going right in order. So, all right, let's go next to another Patreon supporter, our, our good buddy uh, over on Patreon, and that would be EF Contentment. Hello, this is EF Contentment, and I'm just checking in to wish you guys a happy 400th episode. Man, it felt like it was only yesterday, plus two years, when I first heard of Trick or Treat Radio from <laughs> one of the Wednesday Night Wars episodes on Outside the Cinema. I was hooked, and I've been listening to you guys at work every Friday ever since. Well, until two weeks ago, because since then I haven't been working, uh, Ooh, because here right. in California we're doing the safer at home thing, and I work for a non-essential business. Uh, but so far, so good. Um, uh, you're asking us what we're doing to remain sane during this quarantine, and... As a former latchkey kid who has always been more of a homebody anyway, I'm good, you know, and what helps is to just have a daily routine and to stick to it. So for my adjusted uh, quarantine daily routine, I've, you know, I still get up at the regular time in the morning and I only, I limit all like my news intake now to just an hour in the morning. Just, you know, anything I want to know about what's going on and stuff, just first thing in the morning and then just move on. Uh, definitely make sure to ignore certain presidential press conferences <laughs> headed yeah. by a certain orange piece of shit, pig, fuck. <laughs> Instead, I get most of my information about this ordeal from actual men and women of science. Um, I'll then get some emails out of the way and uh, do some exercises after, you know, mostly a body weight, stretching. I'll run around the yard for a while. And the whole time I'm listening to podcasts like Trick or Treat Radio. Nice. Um, you know, then in the afternoon, I have one of those uh, Raspberry Pi video game boxes, and I've been oh, nice. using it yeah. uh, in the afternoon to revisit some of these old games while reminiscing of a simpler time when I still had faith in people. Uh, I've already gone through the first three Castlevanias on the NES, and uh, I try to play GoldenEye uh, 64, but it doesn't work well on the system. So I'm just going to have to steal Raven Shadows N64 <laughs> once we move into the looting phase oh, of this pandemic. True. Uh, why I would go all the way across the country to steal an N64 is not a question you should ask, nor will I answer it. And then, you know, the rest of the day, I usually just spent uh, to uh, I spend the time to make a nice dinner, kind of like Goodfellas in prison took all day to make dinner. And that's what I'm doing, too. Uh, as far as movies go, I watch the documentaries, Not Quite Hollywood 
and Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of Canon Films, which, thanks to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group, I found out were recently made available on Vimeo for free by the director. So thanks to the Facebook group. And those movies are good times. You should check them out if you haven't already. Uh, you had also asked about any favorite memories from the show. And one of the more recent ones for me would have to be when Monster Zero made fun of Johnny's AMC Stubbs A-list membership. <laughs> and he was doing this high-pitched, hoity-toity voice the whole time. Meanwhile, I'm laughing my ass off at work while listening to this. And my coworkers are just looking at me like, what is up with this dude? Because I have earbuds on. They don't know what I'm cackling at. Um, as an A-list mem uh, member myself, <laughs> yes. I should have been offended, but MZ was pretty much on the money with the, his impression of us. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> happy 400, guys. And in case you didn't get to my voicemail until the next episode, happy 401st. You know what? Just to be safe, happy 403rd, guys. And here's to 403 more. Take care and be well, gentlemen. Awesome, EF. Thank you, man. And, uh... MZ, you're going to be happy to hear I actually canceled my Stubbs A-list because I can't fucking use it right now. Yeah, yeah, I can I can imagine a lot of people are doing that now. Yeah. Well, yeah, he can't go to the theater, and also a lot of movies aren't being released in theaters anymore. Wonder Woman. I paid until November. I want my refund. Curbside popcorn. I'll get them on the way home. I want my curbside popcorn. Where's my sugar baby? Sugar baby. Oh shit. All right, cup. next voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep on going if we don't stop now. <laughs> oh man, what we're not we're not going to go all night with that. EF likes it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was fucking off tomorrow. Okay. You were not anymore. No, because I'm I'm fucking boots on ground. Because <laughs> the way air quotes are sent. Boots you on. keep on saying that boots on ground like you're fucking military. I am military. You're going to work. I've been drafted due to the Kosovo incident. <laughs> the Kosovo. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, EF, and I'm glad. Uh, obviously, uh, there's another outside the con uh, outside the cinema connection right there since he found us on the Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, so it, it's only fitting that we had Bill on. So uh, we appreciate uh, you uh, tuning in, EF, and glad we could provide any any sort of enjoyment whatsoever. And we appreciate your support, my friend. So thank you. All right, next, let's hear from uh, Arkham Josh. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio guys, it's Arkham Josh here. Um, didn't have a chance to check any updates, so I don't know if you guys were covering a film this week that I can follow along with. Um, and I don't have a whole lot to say, but I wanted to make sure to drop a line and say congratulations on the 400th episode. Um, and uh, I hope all you guys are doing well, and... You know, once once we get through all this, yeah, I definitely do want to uh, head on up and be the in be an in studio guest, as uh, you were mentioning last week. So, uh, yeah. hope all is going well, and I can't wait to listen to the show tomorrow. And again, congratulations on four hundred. All right, have a good one. Bye. Awesome, Josh. Thank you, man. We appreciate you calling in. Always a pleasure to hear. And Raven Shadow, 
Uh, maybe we should make make Josh the first guest in studio once this uh, shit's over. Sold. Yeah. Okay. Let's make it happen. So cool, Josh. Thanks, man. And uh, you stay safe out there too, my friend. Okay. All right. Next, uh, we, you gonna say something, Emzy? No, no. I'm just agreeing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I was gonna oh. say. <laughs> It's it's for some reason when MZ talks, if someone else is talking, he gets drowned out. That's why if I hear him say something, I have to ask um, because we had so many people on earlier. So, all right, next we're going to Alabama. You know who lives there? Yeah. Raven Shadow? Evil Corny. Yeah, Evil Corny. Let's hear from him. Hey, guys. This is Evil Corny. Um, happy 400th episode of Trick or Treat Radio. Really enjoyed the show. Um, this is a show that um, Jeremy Slagoff bugged the hell out of me about listening to, like I say, just about every 50th episode. Um, but overall, I've been enjoying the show. I really like meeting you all during Rocket Shop two years ago. Man, yes. it's been two years. Um, everything's, you know, I've been enjoying the show. Um, I'm happy that um, Raven Shadow turned his... Um, spare bedroom into a, a studio, a podcasting studio. <laughs> I think that's real neat. I actually slept in that in that room, people, you know, <laughs> um, and left some of my stuff there. Hence the name um, Layer Lost Swag. Yeah. Um, so far, since this quarantine's been happening, I I do air conditioning work at a university in Birmingham, um, really UAB. Um, but every couple of days, I have to go to work. You know, because the crew's so big, they don't want to um, have anybody really getting infected. So they have like um, smaller crews. So every three days I've been working and the two days in between, I've just been binging on movies, doing a bit of exercise inside the house, um, just avoiding people. Pretty much what I've been doing most of my life, you know, <laughs> watching movies and avoiding people. I'm pretty good at that. But um, <laughs> you all have a good one. Evil Courtney out. Also, um, I just want to say also this week I've um, I'm first off I'm on a podcast called um, From the Canopy Movie Massacre. Um, I do that with Corey and Bobby Blockbuster. We're on you know just about everything except Spotify. Um, so you go on iTunes and check that out. And yesterday I actually guest um, you know was a guest on Retro 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 nice. with um, Raven J. So that episode yeah. should be up sometimes this week if it's not up already but you all have a good one evil corny out look at that corny being prolific with the quarantine balling dude i, I dig it yeah he's he, he's not balling on a budget either i love corny so much we talked we we're like oh it's bullshit for a few minutes and like three hours later i'm still fucking talking to corny <laughs> while, while you're doing the show you're talking to him no 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 i think it was like uh, i don't even know what fucking day it is because like with the shop being, uh, you know, fucking uh, suspended, air yeah. quotes. It might have been Monday. It might have been Tuesday. I don't know what day it was, but we just like chatted for like fucking three hours as I was reading like fucking horrible text. But uh, I love that dude. And, and I think seriously, when all this is over, listen, you got to fly here, but we're having a party. I'm going to set up a three day fucking weekend. At the Raven Chateau. Whoa. Uh, I got couches, rooms, chairs. We'll set up tents. Uh, we got fire pits. You know, like, if, if once this is done, you're going to get here. But 
We'll figure something out. We'll have art night one night. Art we'll night? Have, <laughs> yeah, Why is Aries paint? covering his head, his eyes? Because I know I'm going to have to fucking build something. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll talk after the show. We're going to have an art night. We're going to have uh, a board game night. And we'll have, like, you know, let's just say it rhymes with Morgy. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's fine, John. A Borgy? Yeah. Everyone's going to be bored? No, no, we'll, we'll get we'll get fucked up, but it'll be fine. <laughs> no, we're gonna just have fun. Didn't you hear man. what what Build by Force talked about substance substance abuse earlier? Weren't you listening? Do you know how much I'm an advocate for his project? I could like interview me, Bill. I'll fucking <laughs> yeah. Everyone will go. Everyone will fucking be uh, straight edge after hearing you. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. I know. I got hang. I got fucking medical problems. But no, once it's all over, we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna paint. We're gonna play bocce. You're gonna paint each other. Yeah, I'm gonna paint. I'm gonna paint myself on Aries. Jesus, Aries in the room. So there you go. So everyone, (laughs) Raven Shadow is now uh, inviting everyone over to his house when this blows over for a three day party. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not not immediately after, but sometime after. Yeah, slow it down. We gotta get. We gotta (laughs) get a cure. Just saying, like. Yeah. Nothing, but. Once, once it's like I get a cure, you can. It's always it, once it's OTC, a different OTC bill. Slow it down. Um, then we'll fucking party. Oh shit! My boy Rocky says I'm in. Thank you. I want to. I want to. You got a party with Rock. I will all get fucking fired if me and Rocky hang out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, next voice message. Oh shit! This is uh, from uh, someone we haven't. We had him on not too long ago, but some, he is the person we've had on the most. We had him on for the Antrim episode, and uh, he is, uh, I think, the guest we've had on the most in, in the history of the show. So it's only right that we have him on as a voice message. And that would be one of the five Hossmen and our good buddy, El Goro. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio, this is El Goro reaching out to you from the now quarantined Estudio de Twerp in the barricaded house on the edge of the park. I'm just taking a break from stockpiling shotguns, luchador masks, and James Spader sex tapes to wish you a hearty congratulations on reaching 400 episodes. Well done, gentlemen. And as always, I'm honored to count you amongst my dearest friends. In this podcasting world. Now, if you'll excuse me, I think I heard one of my neighbors coughing. Uh-huh, you better run. Social distancing, bitch. <laughs> wow. That's why I didn't invite Goro to the party. <laughs> the thing is, Goro doesn't need a shotgun. It's true. It's, it's absolutely true. It's just more of the warning shot to 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 make sure they don't get, actually get hurt by yeah. him getting his hands on them. Because that's like the, my, yeah. the equivalent of my like old man standing up. up storm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just more curious about the stockpiling of the James Spader sex tapes. There's more than one. A little fascinating. I, that my mind went there too. Yeah. Or is he just like multiple copies of the same one? You guys look like dummies. You, know, you guys look like dummies because that means you don't listen to El Goro's podcast. Oh yes, not all the time. <laughs> well, it's yeah. it's been it's been a few episodes. It's a fucking <laughs> pandemic, Johnny. Okay. 
So, yeah, I, I mean, you know, we're on episode 400 now. Uh, El Goro, once again, I mean, we talked about Outside the Cinema being on 600 and something, but uh, El Goro's up there, too. He's on 511. He just released 511 uh, a few days ago. So uh, we got some catching up to do. I don't think we're going to catch up to him, though. But, yeah, he's he's uh, one of the best. Uh, I don't know how he does it. He does it alone. I, I, need, you, I need you fucks to, to do this. I can't do it alone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. You'd move a lot faster if we weren't holding you down. <laughs> it would be really boring if you guys weren't holding me down. So, <laughs> But, uh, no, uh, El Goro's got a, a phenomenal show. So, obviously, if you guys haven't, check out Talk Without Rhythm. Uh, an amazing dude, one of my best buds. So I appreciate him. Him leaving that means a lot. All right, next we're going to hear from someone who's been with us for a very long time now at this point. And... Uh, I always love hearing from him. He's got some great insight, and uh, I have a feeling that he's being hit hard by this uh, this whole uh, pandemic. So let's hear from our boy, First Time Mike. What's up, Trick or Treat family? This is First Time Mike. How's everybody doing? Wow, happy episode 400. Congratulations, guy. This is an achievement as well. And it's good to see you, especially after all the movements that were made, like Johnny moving to uh, Maryland, the formation of the studio at the Raven Chateau. Uh, you guys have continued to put on a quality podcast that, uh, at least for me, is a, is a must-listen to every Friday when I should be working. <laughs> and uh, the review quality has, has uh, remained quality as ever. Yes, I hear you guys laughing as I say this, but take a bow. You've done a great job. And uh, next, my coronavirus update. First time Mike is on vacation right now. Originally, he was going to go to fun places like uh, to a day at Gary Con in uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, a convention celebrating the the founder of Dungeons and Dragons, Gary Gygax. Then go see some friends, play some board games. That didn't happen. Was going to Saturday. I was going to work at an Elvis uh, called Elvis Fest. Uh, 2020 uh a celebration of elvis although they also have uh a roy orbison guy impersonator a buddy holly classic music that's not happening but i'm on vacation right now just sitting at home maybe going out and uh visiting my aunt or helping get groceries for my folks and then afterwards i go back to work though because I'm not at home. I'm part of the essential workforce at a grocery store. So, yes, every day, you know, I'm I'm helping put up the sh- stuff on the shelf and uh, keeping the trucks moving and uh, get, making sure everything's put in properly so you can get your beer and your bread and your toilet paper, which seems to be still flying off the shelves, which I don't understand. But, hey, just give a little love next time you're going to a grocery store or you know, Walmart or uh, whatever store you have in your area that you get groceries from, just stop off, tell tell the person, you know, behind the counter, stocking the shelves, hey, you're doing a great job because we appreciate it too. I mean, we're, we, you know, we're not the doctors and we're not putting our lives on the line like the doctors and nurses, but, you know, hey, you know, we want to make sure you guys are, are well fed during all this and we'll get through this together. Well, quickly some of my favorite episodes of or incidents in trick-or-treat radio <laughs> episode 52 like was that. the the raiders of atlantis review yeah. when you guys did it with the mill creeps the death rattle and cdr i love that one it's one of the, 
the after I discovered you guys, I looked at your thing. You guys, you guys watch Raiders of Atlantis. I love Raiders of Atlantis, <laughs> and the review was great. Not only was it a fun review, but it also introduced me to Miami Connection, which I adore as well. So I love that one, and with a special guest appearance by Giovanni Radici. Uh, Giovanni <laughs> Roberto Radici. <laughs> it's been a long day. Sorry. Also, the next one, episode 206, Ratman Begins, when Michael Ravenshadow finds a mouse stuck on a strip and tries to help the mouse out, but he's soon bitten by the mouse and becomes the Ratman. That that episode still has me in hysterics when I listen to it because it starts this whole thing and everybody just, and I admit I jumped in on that one too, and it just took it to a ridiculous, to where Nicholas did the picture the adaptation of Raven Shadow with the Ratman poster, and that's just a great episode. And the other one was the episode 217, the review of 31. Not only was the the mighty Cult of Muscle, Jakey and CDR there to review it, there's also a very special appearance by Tony Hempone and the best review ever by young Vera Blinkhorn. Oh, yeah. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Love that. I, I just started laughing at work when I was listening to, to that. It was great. So I realized that checking it out, I've been listening to you guys for like four years now, yeah. and it's been fun the whole way through. So this is for, first time Mike wishing you all a great 400th episode. May you have many more. Let's go for a thousand now. <laughs> and everybody be safe wherever you are and gong bonk <laughs> love you guys everybody be safe bye all right way to go way to go <laughs> i had to give yeah. uh, i had to give him a warsh for that uh because he mentioned raiders of atlantis so because of that uh first time mike you get uh you get some clips here can't move we're immobilized damn this place gives me the creeps <laughs> I don't want to kill you, Mike. <laughs> I forget I, we had these clips. I love these. Oh wait, let me just do this one here. This is the last one I'll do. Hey, Wash! I've done it. I've neutralized the warheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Raiders of Atlantis. That was definitely one of the one of the best ones, right? Maybe that's a commentary Patreon. Oh yeah, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind redoing that, honestly. Because that was so nice, John. That was before you changed, and we had meat, and we had Taco Bell, and that's fine. We can have some, uh, you know, equivalent, but that'd be nice. <laughs> equivalent. So, so you're gonna go vegan for the episode? I will go vegan for the episode. John. All right. Yeah, I'm not saying long term, but like I'll go to the the vegan hut. The vegan hut, <laughs> loving hut. Love it, yeah, loving hut, whatever hut comes first. I mean, we'll do that. But yo, first time Mike, he's coming to the, he's coming to the fucking camp out. He's coming to paint night. Paint night. <laughs> We're gonna figure that. Why couldn't you think of something better than paint yeah, night? First, you gotta figure out a better name. Yeah. Why can't we have why? No, it's a weekend. We can't have. So, paint so you night. call it paint night? No, that that night is paint night, and then we'll have like, you know, we'll have like movie night. And then we'll have like camp out night. You we'll need have, to have like a whole name for the whole thing. I'm like, like Coachella. Well, that's taken. Yeah. 
I said like, but I think we have time once we get, we need a cure first. But once that happens, everyone's coming. First time Mike coming. It's going to be like Firefest. Was that the one that, that was a sham that, uh, that people got ripped off? Is that, is that the one? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not taking I don't remember the name, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did want to comment one other thing. And, and first time Mike is right. Like, obviously, you know, first responders and the, and, and the, the people in the medical field taking care of the sick people. But without people working at the fucking grocery store, we're not fucking eating, right? 110%. Not yeah. only the still workers, but also the motherfuckers that clean buildings when we leave. Hey, yeah. let's not forget the true heroes, those working in the package stores. <laughs> yes, that's true. And the ones pumping the gas? <laughs> no, for real. $10 at a time. Johnny, a funny, I, I have a funny gas station story. Oh, oh boy. So I went to um, my local joint down the street, and uh, once again, they, they have some ties to like crooked noses but what? i go away and the saying it, it might not be above board everything they do um once again i've had gas station workers ask me to buy them beer and bring it back to them so i mean i'm saying that i like them but one guy's like hey man you know when you started coming here you'd put you know 20 dollars in and then a little while later you started putting 15 dollars in and then now you put 10 dollars in <laughs> Is it because the price is getting low? It's like, no, I'm just fucking trying to get by. But it was funny. The gas station dude called me out on my my increments of. of, <laughs> of so you used gas. to do more. Why didn't you ever tell us that? That's, that's important. A yeah, well, I, I, I'm a single income now. <laughs> You're still putting gas in the fucking car. But I go less places now. Holy shit. I'm a single income now. I am single income now because all he ain't fucking bringing any cash in. <laughs> but no, the fucking the 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 fucked up ex-con who pumped my gas fucking busted my balls. Like, yeah, you're putting what's next? Five dollars next week? I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> if, if you bought the twelve year old a case of beer, you could get some yeah. free gas. Yeah. He wasn't twelve. No, he was older than well, me. You, you, you're fucking talking about the you want a package store? Can you get us something? The, what thirty year old needs fucking? A he's older than me. <laughs> But I do that. You do exchange program. They, took me. I, I, they pass my inspection. It happens. It's quid pro quo. Well, I got one more thing for first time, Mike, just because he brought it up. Stop this movie. <laughs> yes, and that was, a, that was probably the best review ever on the show. So there you go. All right. Uh, also, uh, there's a couple of recommendations for what to call the weekend, Raven Shadow. Uh, Patsy, our boy Patsy Rahal, he says uh, the Raven Shindig. And uh, Rocky says Raven. Okay. Ra yeah, it's a good start. And Ra uh, Rocky says Raven Shadow's weekend of lost dignity. Also, probably a little more accurate. Fair, <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, I don't know if he told you this, but uh, Tim Chuma said, I gave, the, I gave the dollar bill that Raven Shadow gave me for luck to my housemate. That's so good, yeah. That, he needed it, I guess, right? That's very important, and that's the thing in travel. If you, if, you, if you have someone you care about, a friend, a loved one, if they're flying, you give them a dollar, and when they land in the destination, they give it to somebody who needs it. So it's good, it's good travel karma. Does the American dollar work well in Australia? I'm not sure what works in Australia. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the uh, transfer rate on that? 
I don't know. <laughs> What's the exchange of the dollar to spider ratio? I, I was it a useless piece of paper that he wrote his, his grocery list on? Like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. What, what's, what does Australia use? They use, like, fucking, what, dingo dollars? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. All right. Let's, let's keep moving on. Evil Corny <laughs> says, uh, Raven Shadow, you need to tell... And koala Buck. You need to tell the gas attendant more pompless talk. That's fair. That's why I tell my hooker every weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> now I know why Aries is here. Yeah. Uh, oh god! And staying over tonight. <laughs> Creep, creepy girl says, "I don't know if I've always thought this or just now, but Raven Shadow, his look reminds me of Serpico. Am I wrong?" Thank you, creepy girl. Oh, God, no, you really had to do that. I'm a mock man. I'm for what? I thought, thank you, creepy girl. Thank do we still have 18 voicemails to go through? Something like that. Jesus. <laughs> oh, what do you, what do you have a long commute, asshole? MZ's half asleep. Have you been watching him? Yeah, he's he is. Uh, <laughs> MZ, by the way, I, I understand. Yeah, Are you working tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Well, if you need to, if you need, you need to take off. I, we, t- everyone understands, you know. So, uh, a lot of us, uh, you know, not everyone has to get up super early. So just, just let us know. Uh, I'll keep going, but just let us know if you got to duck out. All right. All right. Tell you what, I'll, I'll bail at eleven thirty. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, at some point, you just can hear him snoring. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Chuma says the U.S. dollar is worth a dollar sixty-three in Australia. Ooh. Wow. So Shit. he says, take a thousand to Australia, and it'll be worth one thousand six hundred thirty-four dollars. Ravenchild, you should do that. Are they like Australian bank accounts? <laughs> All right. Before anyone answers that, let me keep going. So uh, next, <laughs> let's hear from JB, our old friend JB. Hey there, it's your buddy JB calling in to congratulate you on your four hundredth episode. Fuck, that's a shit ton of episodes. <laughs> Anyways, I um, hope you guys and all your families are doing well with everything that's going on right now. Thank you, buddy. And uh, hopefully we can get another 400 episodes out of you guys. So uh, have a good night, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, JB. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Raven Shadow, you, you got, got any plans to go on uh, JB's show, Tales from the Podcast, anytime soon? I'm trying. I got uh, I got one more to get my six six six. So I'm very right. excited. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the six 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 in there. I love that dude so much too. I want I want him to come to the fucking uh, the art night in. Uh, you mean Tampa. you mean the weekend of lost dignity? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep going because uh, we're gonna try sneak in as many as we can for MZ. Uh, next up is uh, our buddy Jethro Namakon. Hello, fellas. This is Jethro Namakon. Uh, just calling to wish you guys a happy 400th episode. Sorry, I haven't been keeping in touch much, but I've been having a lot of health problems and, uh, you know, feeling frustrated and yeah, whatever. Plus, of course, the coronavirus. So, I uh, hope you guys are staying inside and staying safe. And I wish I had some kind of 
you know, perfect, amazing question for your 400th episode. I guess if I think of anything, I'll, I'll phone it in. But anyway, for now, just stay safe and wish me luck. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Jethro. I appreciate it, man. I know Jethro's going through a pretty rough uh, go of things right now. So uh, if anyone if anyone has some well wishes they want to send his way, please do, because uh, he's, a, he's a great dude, man. And uh, we wish you all the best, Jethro. I know this adds another scary level to things with the coronavirus, but, uh, you know, be safe out there, man. No, to be fair, we've been phoning in for 400 episodes, so but we we love you so much, and you can sleep in my room at the uh, at the weekend in your bed. We don't want them to catch anything. I'll sleep <laughs> on the couch, okay? Not my first row. I'll do that, but no, you're coming. You're coming to paint night. <laughs> and here, uh, paint night? No, 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 no. It's not paint night. You can't call it that. It's stupid. It's a work in progress. No, it. Uh, it's a weekend, and you're calling it paint night. That night we're doing painting. We'll do paint afternoon. Well, what no, about no. the other nights? Yeah, the whole thing just needs to be an event. You can't just refer to individual nights. No, well, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, like uh, we'll have an itinerary. Okay, well, I, I think I think it just got named. Uh, our buddy Eric, who we've we've seen at the last couple of Rock and Chalks, Eric stopped by the booth. Uh, he's a friend of T Dog's. Awesome dude. He says, "How about Raven Shadow's seventy-two hour blackout?" That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I put that in the running. Yeah, I mean that could be this weekend because I'll be over. <laughs> Unless Eric comes over, but yeah, that's that's fair. That's in the yeah, it doesn't really lock it down to a, a weekend, but yeah, that's yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's every weekend. <laughs> it could be in a row, or you could span it out. So that's fair. I like it. How about uh, Raven Shadow seventy two hour blackout extravaganza? Ooh, of doom. Of there doom. Yeah. Uh, doom. Yeah. Eric also says happy four hundred and be safe, everybody. So thanks, Eric. Appreciate it, man. That's 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 a contender. That's for sure. All right, next. This is uh, someone we haven't heard from in a while on the show. We had him as a guest way back. Holy shit! I have to check this out and see. Um, I'll have to look it up while while we're doing his uh, his voice message. Um, let me see. I, I remember what we talked about. Let me see if I can find out. I think it. Yeah, yeah. I think this is it. Okay, let me see. Is it? Uh, I think it's episode forty two. I don't think we've had him on since. Holy shit. Uh, but it is, uh, once again, another one of the five Hossmen. And uh, I talk to him every day, but uh, you guys don't. And this is uh, Coop, our buddy Coop. Wow. Thanks, guys! Thanks, was fucking incredible. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Raven Shadow. <laughs> oh, 
Put your boner away. <laughs> commercial. You gonna make some noise, Raven Chat, or what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I gotta play at least the beginning. Make some noise! Xbox! The kid was summoned by the devil. What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> if people don't know, we we I think all of us, I think collectively all of us, or at least most of us, thought that that song always started out with x Brock, And then Coop uh, <laughs> uh, destroyed our world and told us that it said make some noise. <laughs> He shattered a twenty-year-old, like, illusion. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Suck. I told that story, and like, yeah, fucking make some noise. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, in '97. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Oh shit, MZ, what do you think? I'm tired. It's too funny. <laughs> All right, MZ. It's eleven thirty. Hey. You have to uh, you have to come back and listen to all these because there's some there's some uh, some some awesome people coming up. So you have to come back and listen to these. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely I'm, I'll definitely listen to it tomorrow morning. And definitely do your uh, your Friday Thirteenth thing. I mean, we went long, but oh shit, do- I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, do, we'll do it next week. Save for next week. Okay. I, I apologize, man. I I had the whole fucking. Uh-huh. I had the whole agenda and everything, and then I just I was like, you know what? We got so many voice messages, and we ran late. So, okay, let's do it next week. So I apologize if anyone was tuning in specifically for that. But next week we'll yep. do MZ's top 13 best scenes before kill on the Friday the 13th film series. So, so I, re- I, really, I really, yeah, I'm fascinated by that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm truly fascinated by that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. I am. I can't wait to spill out the list. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. So, uh, all right, MZ, say uh, say bye to the folks. Arrivederci, douchebags, and stay safe. Yeah, you too, MZ. I know you got to go to work. You're essential, so be be careful out there, bud, okay? Try it, man. Thanks a lot. All right, bud. We'll talk to you soon. See you next week. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. All right, so MZ is uh, heading out, and uh, we're going to continue on. We got a bunch more voice messages. Uh, let's see. Uh, I should have told MZ to stick around for this one. I didn't know this was next. But uh, we are going to hear from... Uh, this is uh, someone else who has become a friend of ours over, over from the show, from doing the show. And he is a, uh, a great filmmaker and someone who we are at, we're close friends with now, I'd say. Uh, we've hung out with him in person. He's come out here. I've gone out there. And uh, he's a great fucking dude. I can't wait to see his next film and hopefully his next film after that. And that would be our good friend, the amazing maestro, Karando Mitsutake. Hey guys, Karando Mitsutake here. Congratulations on the 400th episode on your podcast. Um, It's pretty amazing that, uh, um, you know, this uh, 400th, episode just kind of sneaked up on us um i'm just really happy for you guys um keep up the good work um sorry i haven't been listening in uh all that often lately i was really working hard to launch my um 
you know, feature number five and six, uh, I was able to shoot uh, feature number five, uh, Maniac Driver, which will be my uh, Jello Italian style horror movie uh, shot in Japan. Uh, that uh, so we we were able to shoot that last year, and uh, right now the uh, post production has been halted uh, due to the uh, travel restriction. I have to finish the sound mix in Japan, but uh, I can't fly over there right now, uh, thanks to this uh, Corona bullshit. And um, then my uh, movie number six. Uh, which is going to be a huge feature, you know, the biggest one yet for my career uh, with uh, um, Japanese major film studio uh, has been, um, uh, you know, the, the uh, I'm in the process of finalizing the script right now, but uh, uh, definitely the production will be uh, stopped uh, for a while uh, till this uh, corona stuff is uh, under control. Um, I'm really just hoping that uh, my movie number six, the studio won't pull the plug on it. Uh, you know, they they agreed to, uh, I hope they agreed to uh, postpone it uh, rather than canceling it. So I'm really kind of on a, a tightrope right now um, to, um, you know, make this happen, make my number movie number six happen. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping, keeping my positive, uh, attitude up and, uh, try to survive this, uh, you know, worldwide, uh, catastrophe. Um, so please, you guys stay safe and healthy. Uh, you know, this, uh, self quarantine sucks, but, uh, I guess us, the, uh, Jara movie geeks, uh, we have our, we have our arsenals, you know. We have our DVD collection, Blu-ray collection, collection, um, you know, all those stuff. So let's stay in, and uh, we can we can chat on the internet or what do whatever. But let's let's survive this, and um, you know, uh, let's hope uh, happier days will return to us. So. Uh, congratulations, Trick or Treat Radio, for your 400th episode. This is amazing. And uh, hopefully, I can get to talk to, uh, talk about uh, my new movies uh, in the very near future without this virus bullshit. Okay? You guys take care. All right? Stay in and stay safe. I'll catch you guys later. Bye. Awesome. Fucking love that dude, man. Uh, thank you. Coronavirus to give him a hug and a kiss. <laughs> you would risk the coronavirus to give him a hug and a kiss. I will fly to LA just to give him a hug and a kiss. What if you were to give it to him though? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. How do you know? I'm Italian. It's not worth <laughs> that. I'm Italian. Shut up. The Italians don't don't spread viruses. Well, I, yeah, they, they kind of do. That's not true. Have you been watching <laughs> the news? Wow. <laughs> Can we edit this? Uh, that's cozy. Yeah, that's that's, that's bad. Um, well, uh, first of all, first of all, I cannot fucking wait for Maniac Driver, a, a giallo horror from Carondo. Like, I can't think of a better fucking combination than that. So, I can't wait for Maniac Driver, and the sixth feature from just the little he said there, and also just uh, some of the things he's been he's been talking about. 
if it's a big Japanese studio, oh man, I hope this happens. I really fucking do because he deserves it. He's such a great director, such a great guy, and uh, he he really deserves it. And and even in the uh, in the chat, Creepy Girl says the fans want to see it, Corando, so they better not cancel. I agree. So fucking to fucking blow up. That dude is so fucking. Yeah, yeah. He's just he just needs the the right confluence of events to 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 make it happen. But uh, yeah. So. We appreciate the call, Corando, and thank you, man, for the 400. And I know you've been super busy. Don't don't even worry about keeping up. I can't even keep up with what we do, so I don't expect other people to. So uh, thank you, man, and uh, it's always a pleasure to hear from you. Uh, Don Fauci, our pal, says, uh, congratulations on 400 and many more, guys. Be safe and be well. I'm heading home to strip on the back porch and decon. Much love. Ooh, Hi, children. pal. Anthony, take care of yourself, man. I know you are an essential worker, very essential. So uh, be yeah. safe out there, my friend, and, uh, you know, um, take care of yourself. Love you, pal. Does he get a lot of singles stripping on the back porch? <laughs> if you're around, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> get the name. Come on, Fred. Here you go. <laughs> and uh, all right, we got another one. This is from... Someone who is very close to us. Someone who used to be on the fucking show. That's how close he is to us. And uh, I guess it's it's only right that on episode 400, another milestone here, that uh, we hear from uh, old uh, co-host and friend, Dynamo Mars. 400 episodes. In, uh, can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Behind some of this. Hell this sure. show works. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out water whistles a little. This show works for a very simple reason. It will continue to work over its different iterations for a reason. Because we were, the four of you, me and you and Tiny, we were cool motherfuckers at Denny's. We were cool motherfuckers at Tortilla Sam's R.I.P. We were cool <laughs> motherfuckers on my deck. We were cool motherfuckers in back rooms of clubs. And we were cool motherfuckers when people when Wolfie put a fucking microphone in front of us. And the reason we were so cool is that we were fucking the least cool people on earth. The least qualified, the least handsome, the least neat, the least knowledgeable, the least everything. Um, but, you know, we were a bunch of weirdos. And I feel like for 400 episodes, um, all the ones that I was on and, and all, the, all the incredible ones since... Uh, we, you know, we we spoke for people who were us, who felt like they didn't really have a anyone speaking for them, and and, and you know, and I know sometimes your your wives or your girlfriends, or in my case, you know, both will. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't have. Uh, I got a cat. That's all I have. <laughs> my cat is my only friend. But I I, I think that um you know. Uh, people might say, "Ah, oh, you're just doing your little podcast with your friends or whatever else to downplay it. But, you know, I think you, you, you've been doing and will continue to do something important through a pandemic, through that Trump administration beginning, through other almost pandemics, through crazy weather, through all these other uncertainties that we have had in the last uh, many years since the show went. Every Thursday or Wednesday, Trick or Treat Radio has like shown up and dropped on Friday as a podcast and uh, distracted people, gave people a, a, a thing to not think about their day or the greater picture, which is just as scary sometimes. And um, that's important, and I don't care what anyone says. You can downplay it, you can put whatever else, but I think that's fucking important. Um, 
you know, uh, and, and I think that's awesome. So I'm giving myself a Barry Horowitz. So if you guys can all give yourself a Barry Horowitz right now, uh, that's awesome. I don't think anyone but one person is any more important than anyone else on this show. And that is Michael Ravenshadow. Uh, no, I'm just fucking with you. Um, no, that's Johnny Wolfenstein, man. Like Johnny Wolfenstein, Jesse Smith, my brother, my friend, um, You've had the fucking worst job, and you've been doing it. Uh, you've not only made this show sound great, I think, by osmosis advice and uh, competitiveness, you've at times made other shows sound, uh, you know, sound great trying to keep up. And uh, you know, in the same way that I feel like uh, Bill by Force or Algoro, you know, made our show better with advice and you know wanting to raise the bar over the first few years of our show. Like, I, I think you've done that for other people uh, as far as a content creator, as far as your production, everything you do behind the scenes. And I think it's just fucking outstanding. And, and you guys should, you know, uh, you know, we should all give uh, JW a uh, BJ, I mean, a uh, Bravo uh, to, you know, it's just real great. It's just amazing. I know I sound like our fucking dunderhead president right now. It's tremendous. But, like, I, I think that... I don't know, man. Like, as proud as I ever was of my streak, uh, assure you that I am more proud of yours because you did twice as much work. Uh, are still fucking going and are killer crazy. Uh, my favorite Trick or Treat Radio things ever. I think it's fucking funny that Aries left for like two years and nobody <laughs> said anything and then he came back and nobody said anything and he's just back being cranky old Aries and, the, and that's the way I love him so that's great I think MZ getting fucking mad over the tire thing and who paint I'm giggling talking about and uh, it paints the sands red uh, that's some fucking good shit right there but I have to tell you there is nothing funnier in my opinion on that show or any show uh, than uh, you Michael Raven Shadows finished flashbacks that's some funny fucking shit right there holy crap that's hilarious like i play it for people still it still makes me laugh um it's fucking brilliant it's 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 one of in my opinion the most brilliant things of comedy i'd like to thank raven j and sir isaac real quick i feel like i'm at an award show because you know those guys have you know guys like that have been you know rock like all these other people i, I hate making lists because i'll forget but raven j and sir isaac uh there's no way that like they're um contributions to the program can be understated uh tiny's awesome music uh so much cool stuff made it awesome and because of that uh i have thanked the fans a thousand times and, and i and i really appreciate them but right now i just want to make sure i take the opportunity at episode 400 to thank you guys because um my career is in a great place man um and I would be full of shit if I said that most of it, if not all of it, was because of opportunities afforded to me by being part of Trick or Treat Radio. Um, it may have been my time to go, but don't think that I don't love you guys and don't miss you guys. And I'm only ever a phone call away if you need another asshole to say a bunch of asshole things. But um, I'm doing some fucking awesome stuff. Wolfie has seen some of it. Um, and... Uh, Really, a hundred percent of it is opportunities um, afforded to me because of Trick or Treat Radio um, uh, and other stuff that you know Jesse Off has just uh, facilitated. So you know, thank you guys very, very much. Uh, I appreciate it um, so much. Uh, really, thank you. 
and uh, I'm getting a little emotional, so I'm going to log off. Um, plus, I'm trying to do this again. Last time I did it, uh, uh, I got a phone call from Aries, and I had to start over. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I love you guys. Um, thank you. Congratulations, and bravo. Awesome, man. Thanks, Mars. Love you too, buddy. And, uh, oh, is Aries crying? Nah, just kidding. Nah, I was just crying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, I did, I called him, like, apparently right after he left his message, he did tell me he was leaving a message for the show. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, he said he had to do it again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks, Mars. And uh, obviously, I mean, you were a big part of, of everything that we did. And uh, I'm glad that things are, are, you know, moving forward for you in, in, in some of the other things the other endeavors that you're working on. I know uh, uh, one of the, the movies that Mars is in seeds that uh, Skip Shea is doing uh, just got some, uh, got some coverage on Rue Morgue, uh, Rue Morgue.com, which is pretty fucking awesome. So uh, I know Mars has been doing some, some, some film stuff and some other stuff. So, uh, um, you know, congrats to him and uh, continued success, hopefully my friend. And uh, obviously it's always, uh, always great to hear from you. And if you guys miss hearing Mars's voice, uh, he is on uh, the Force Insensitive Star Wars podcast with me every week, so you can you can still hear uh, Mars and I shoot the shit with Rocky and Alberto. So if you guys want to and you haven't checked that out, you could do that. So <laughs> I was gonna actually I'll, I'll wait. I was gonna read a comment in the chat, but I'll wait because it's Raven Shadow related. But uh, let me go ahead and play the next voice message then. And uh, all this says is Newport lockdown. So. I don't know. We'll see who this is from. Corona, 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 Vava, Vava, Corona, 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 na na na, Corona, 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 na na na, Corona, Corona Coronavirus, 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 Corona, Rona, Rona, Coronavirus, Coronavirus, Corona, Rona, Rona, Coronavirus, Coronavirus, Corona, Rona, Rona, Coronavirus. Boom, boom, boom. Raven Shadow smokes. Two packs a day. What is he do when it runs out? You can't go to Canada because they shut the border. Oh, what are we going to do? There's no smokes, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I have to play this. Take these broken wings. <laughs> that might be one of my favorite things on the show ever is uh, the take these broken wings. Uh, so, uh, Raven Shadow, you just missed uh, Gene Spaulding, so congratulations. He had he had a song about you, and uh, I'm not replaying it. Because <laughs> you weren't here, you missed it. Yeah, it was both awful and awesome at the same time. I so fuck off. The bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you say so? Could have said something, man. Instead, you missed it. You have to go back and listen. Yeah. Find it. Oh no! I will play that the entire message. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know what? He already put something else on hold for you. I did. Yeah, there was a comment. This show doesn't pause because you're gonna tingle. Yeah. Well, thank you. You bedpan. Use a bedpan, my friend. Maybe I am. All right. The the what I was gonna read is Tim. uh, Tim from Australia says I still remember when Raven Shadow never watched the movies. Listen, there was some extenuating circumstances. The good old days Uh, when when there was when there was. A segment of the show, he'd shut up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, or he'd try to make shit up once in a while, and then we'd catch him on his bullshit. 
There was some good stuff from that, though, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Giants don't Giants die. Don't die. I, I will give you that. I'll give you that. That was a memory. It was okay. A, yeah. All right, let's. Uh, we got. Uh, we got a bunch more. So let's get. Let's continue on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So this is from uh, our boy Pabst. Let's hear from Pabst. Oh. What's going on, Trick or Treat Radio? It's Pabst. I hope you guys are having a fantastic evening. Four hundred motherfucking episodes in the bag. Congratulations. Fuck yeah, that's fucking awesome, guys. Um, so, I had meant to send in a voicemail to you guys a while ago. Now, this was probably... I don't know, back when you guys did color out of space. But I kept forgetting to send it, so I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. First off, of my thoughts on color out of space. Um, I fucking loved it. Uh, I bought that movie as soon as it came out. Um, I was unfortunately not able to see it in theaters, so I first um, had to seek it out in other means. Um, but I thought Richard Stanley did an incredible job with it. I fucking loved it. Um, I thought great performances, you know, all around. Uh, Nicolas Cage at his Nicolas Cageiest. Um, that movie looked fucking beautiful, um, with a great mix of uh, practical effects and CGI. A little bit of the CGI looked a little hokey here and there, but, I mean, uh, a very small complaint in a otherwise fantastic movie that I really, really loved. Um, uh, Alright, so after that, I... You know, being stuck in the old uh, quarantine, I've watched uh, quite a few movies since then. I checked out The Girl on the Third Floor, and I really enjoyed that. I thought uh, CM Punk did a really good job on that. And um, he, uh, the rumor of him being um, Ash in, like, a Evil Dead remake, I think he'd do a great job. You know, at least just based off of, like, that and, um, you know... Yeah, I've seen, like, some of his wrestling stuff, but not, like, a whole ton. But, um, but yeah, no, I thought that movie was great. I loved that um, one of my favorite bands in the world, Converge, um, actually had a song in that, A Single Tear. Um, and it was just fucking really cool to hear, you know, one of my favorites in a, uh, in a fucking, a fucking horror movie. That, that mo- uh, movie actually had a really great soundtrack. Neurosis was on it. Uh, I think there was a couple other bands, but, yeah. Really, really dug that. Um, I watched Birds of Prey uh, a couple weeks ago, or a week or so, um, and I was really surprised how much I enjoyed that. Um, you know, just kind of based off of m- my uh, thoughts on the other um, <laughs> Suicide Squad movie, which was uh, a-, a garbage. But yeah, um, I really enjoyed Birds of Prey. Um after that, I've watched a bunch of random stuff. I watched The Invisible Man. Um, I'm going to kind of hold off on any thoughts in the event that you guys do that. Um, I'm just going to say I enjoyed it. And then last night, I watched VFW, and holy fucking shit, that movie rules. Huge, 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 huge fan of that. Um, that's probably my favorite Joe Bigos film right now. Um, I watched Bliss a couple weeks ago, and I, you know, I dug it. I thought it was pretty good, but um, man, VFW was just fucking awesome. Great cast, um, great performances, great gore, um, just all around. Fucking loved it. And um, 
what I'm interested to hear from you guys, a little, little question for you, um, is what is your favorite movie that you have watched while in the, uh, the quarantine? I know, depending on your job, some of you are, you know, more quarantined than others. Um, you know, I'm a teacher, so I've basically been, like, working from home and just, like, finding activities for my students to do and, like, shit like that and just being attached to my email for a majority of the day. Um, but I'd, I'm interested to hear from you guys. What is your favorite movie that you've watched in the, like, couple-week quarantine that we've had so far? Um, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts. I'm looking forward to stopping in for a little bit. Uh, fucking love you guys, and peace. All right, Paps. Thanks, man. Uh, appreciate uh, the thoughts on the films. I'm glad you dug VFW. That was a great fucking movie. So glad you dug that. Uh, so Raven Shadow once again, getting up is out of the fucking chair. <laughs> what? I <laughs> was having a hard time. He wanted to eat this fucking... Pap, pulled this Paps f- said some really sweet things about you. Go what back. Are you staring at me for? I love Pabst. Apparently not because you took your headphones off. <laughs> yeah, when you took your headphones nope. off. Yeah, apparently you don't. You don't respect, you don't respect teachers. That's what, that's what I'm getting No, here. Well, I don't respect teachers. <laughs> I, was always, I was always a pleasure to have in class, okay? I had their report cards sure. to prove it. No, but all he pulled his heart out of fucking his Chewbacca baby. He pulled he a heart? And I can't, am I lying, Aries? You pull a plastic squeaky that's shaped like a heart out of a stuffed animal. The dog likes a squeaky. Yeah. So he's running amok. I wanted to get Paps his fucking do. So I tried to, like, make yeah. Ollie play with something else. Give the dog the squeaky. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on. <laughs> uh, but uh, we have to answer Paps' question first. And he asked, what is, our, what is the, the best movie that we've seen during the quarantine? Uh, for me, I watched a few actually in the past uh, week and a half, and uh, I'm gonna go with It Chapter Two. That's that's probably the one I like the most of the ones I've seen. So I'll go with that. How about you guys? All I'm doing when I get what's getting, I'm, I'm you're not on quarantine job. really. So no, one job may have start stopped, but one job is still going. But in, when I have my quiet moments, all I'm doing is watching Smallville season two right now. <laughs> Why? You know why? Because it calms me down. It takes me back to the early 2000s when we were at the manor. It was nice. Was that uh, the, is that a good time for you? Center you? It wasn't good time for me. Uh, Lionel Luth is showing up. He's on the cast now. Fucking John Glover, who's amazing. All kinds of stuff. Rosenbaum's doing his thing. Clark's awesome. So Smallville has been my like calming thing. Okay, so Smallville. Aries, have you seen any movies? Um, I, yeah, it's been business as usual for me with, yeah. we had weather, so I worked some overtime. So the only thing I did watch is I rewatched the uh, latest Spider-Man. Okay. I still haven't seen any of the new, um, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. So I got to get on that. Oh you yeah. Very do. enjoyable. Yeah. Very you enjoyable. Do. yeah. No, I, I want to, it's just, just, I haven't. So, all right, let's, uh, just, go ahead. Just FYI. Yeah. And like stinger of part two is fucking hugely important. Okay, cool. I'll, I mean, obviously I'll watch them in order, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to stick around. All right. We got a, this is a quick one. It's from Palpy. It's from uh, P 
Papa Palpy, I think. Unlimited scene. <laughs> Force choke on my cock. That goes back to our Rise of Skywalker uh, seven-hour marathon episode. <laughs> so uh, the we, first one. <laughs> we appreciate uh, Papa Palpy uh, sending in a message. Fine. <laughs> uh, I'm getting douche chills. <laughs> All right, we got uh, another one here. This is from another uh, another former guest. Uh, he remembers the episode. I don't. I think it was episode sixty-eight, though. I, I want to say, uh, but uh, he has uh, since gone on. He got the 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 podcast bug, and he uh, went on to create his own show. And they're getting close to a milestone of two hundred, actually. And uh, I uh, produced their first. I don't know, hundred forty, fifty. I don't even know. I, I forget how many uh, episodes. And that would be our friends over the Throwdown Thursday, and that's uh, Patsy. Let's hear from Patsy. Ah, oh, there we go, of course. <laughs> Patrick Rahal in the motherfucking house. <laughs> Patrick Rahal in the motherfucking house. Patrick Rahal in the motherfucking house. Patrick Rahal in the motherfucking house. What is up, Trick or Treat Radio? This is Patsy the Angry Nerd from Throwdown Thursday. No, this is Patrick. All right, that's fair too. But uh, no, I am calling in tonight because I want to congratulate you guys on 400 episodes. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, that's super awesome. You guys have done some amazing stuff. I mean, a lot of times it kind of seems like... A lot of other times, it's more... Shut the fuck up! And then you have Johnny saying, Let's go already! But then you have MZ, Start on my supervisor! Well, then Johnny has to take back over and, Do as I command! Then you got Raven Shadows, usually not paying attention, and he's all, Titty sprinkles. But then Aries starts to get pissed, and he's all, That's pretty good. And Johnny's all like, Oh my! Raven Shadow's still not paying attention. He's all like, I like turtles. But I mean, what else can I say about you guys? You've you've pioneered podcasting excellence. And oh, uh, you guys that. are the reason that I even got into this in the first place. You know, inviting me on episode 68. All the boys love Larry Fine, which I remember quite fondly. <laughs> and uh, from which the uh, uh, opening theme music came. Yeah, like there's too many uh, individual memories to go through because I've known you guys for so long. I mean, obviously, allowing me to be on your show, first of all, um, although it's been 332 episodes and you haven't asked me back, so I might, uh, a lesser man might take that as a slight, but uh, not I because I know how important all your guests are and uh, I know how busy things are, especially with uh, trying to be socially distant. Because that's that's important nowadays. You don't want 
the Coronas. But yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, great memories that I have with you guys from you know Rock and Shock to you know the the, uh, the live panel that you guys did at the Luna Theater to Scaracon where we each walked away with an award, which was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because it's already been like three and a half minutes. But uh, I hope this voicemail at least left you uh, slightly entertained. And I just want to say, you know, I'm proud of you guys. Uh, thank you for being an inspiration. And uh, you guys are great. I uh, I look forward to uh, 400 more episodes uh-huh. if uh, if you guys can take it. Have a great show. Take care. And uh, you guys are the best. Awesome, Patsy. That was that was a great voice message. And Patsy, as uh, you can tell, has been experimenting more as uh, on the production end of things. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise that uh, Patsy does his own stuff now because uh, definitely getting the hang of it there, my friend. So he didn't do the plug, but uh, but we will. So uh, throw it on Thursday. You guys can check it out. Uh, they are on the Dorkening Network, and also Patsy has another show called Shark Bites. So you can check those out. Check out Patsy. And uh, Patsy's been a, a longtime friend of us and of the show. And uh, we uh, we appreciate the time, Pats. Oh, Patsy's coming to the fucking camp out. Is he? Yeah. What are you calling yeah. it now? Has it got a new name? 72-hour yeah. blackout? No, it's just a camp out. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. So many things. What, about paint, what happened to paint night? Yeah, that's going to be on fucking Friday. And then we're going to have a camp out. We're going to have s'mores. Oh, so so Patsy can't come on Friday. He can only come on Saturday? Yeah, what? I mean, I'm not going to be in charge of how when Pat, Patsy comes. That's <laughs> um, Wow. He's allowed to come over. Uh, <laughs> I would be fair to say at least I'll take Friday off. So at least by 10 a.m. you can come over on that Friday. Um, and we'll all take a Monday off. So we'll give Johnny. We are, huh? Yeah. Okay. Are you just paying everyone for their yeah, time off? Yeah. Well, no, you, you I, got your own stimulus package? Yeah, I'm stimulated, but I mean, I'm not going to... Well, I'm saying once everything is fine. <laughs> like Once the cure happens. Well, <laughs> we can just randomly take days off. Raven Chow, you should get the cure to play at your party, the band, the cure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hello? No beat. Just tell, tell them it'll be really sad, and they'll jump right on it. Yeah. Well, everyone's wearing black, and it's going to rain. We'll be there on Friday. <laughs> we'll be there. Uh, Friday, I'm in love. <laughs> hey, Robert, Robert, Robert Pattinson, who's coming? Robert Smith. Pattinson. Robert Smith. Oh. All right. So uh, thanks, Patsy. Let's keep moving on. We got. We just got another one. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and play that one now. because I was off tomorrow. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Uh, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. So uh, let me go ahead. Uh, this is from... Uh, I don't. I think th- I don't think things are as bad as they are here in the states. But uh, I know uh, in Australia, I think things were were getting bad. But hopefully, he's okay. This is our boy Dainanda. Oh, G'day, mate. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's my dick. How you going? Uh, just want to say hello and happy. That's not a saying, is it? Happy 400. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations on 400 episodes. Um, Happy 400. And, um, yeah, I'm still listening. um, Thank you. And enjoying the show. Um, I don't keep up with the movies because that's a fuck ton of uh, 
horror to be watching doing all the new stuff every every uh, week. But I, I get to watch uh, a fair bit of the movies uh, when I find them. And um, I, I use you guys as, you know, like a, a lightning rod to find the good shit. Um, yeah. Uh, there's been some um, funny stuff. There's always a, something crazy that happens on, on each show or a funny line which really gets me, you know. Um, the one show where you were doing your top 13, I, I was starting to think you guys were being a bit tough on Michael Raven's show and then he goes and fucks up the name of his top movie. <laughs> he said, uh, the man who killed uh, the Bigfoot and then fucking killed the Hitler or whatever the fuck. <laughs> he said something like that. <laughs> um, you know, MZ coming out with random shit all the time, like oh, yeah. saying, I, I pulled a nut with no <laughs> irony and saying it seriously. Um, you know, Aries telling us that uh, he likes dudes more than <laughs> Michael Raven shadowed us. Um, as Johnny is always, oh, I just turn up. It's still going. Yep. Sorry. Um, just being a cool dude. But uh, I don't know how you're getting all <laughs> I get cool, dude. like that on a vegan diet, man. You'll have to tell me that because I reckon you're juicing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah thanks, uh, everything's a bit crazy at the moment. I, I just finished work in time to see uh, MZ say Arriva Douchebags on YouTube, and I thought, oh, I've missed it. But hopefully, I'll just squeeze in there. Um, and uh, hopefully, I'm going to do uh, some more voicemails soon. Need to uh, address something that you guys said. About my fucking movie, my boy, my down under dude, uh, Chris' oh, son with oh, the ball yeah. movie, but all the best. <laughs> awesome, Dane. Thank you, man. I love, I love hearing from Dane. He just makes me smile whenever I hear from him. Kiss him on the dingo, man. That Kiss him on the dingo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's coming. He's oh, fuck, don't let fucking Dane come up here because then we'll all get fucking trouble. I just love the fact that he opens up with the, all the fucking bullshit Americans say about Australia. Oh yeah, from Australia. Oh, yeah. throw another shrimp on the barbie. You know. Just, yeah. Well, he knows. Yeah. We, he knows it makes us chuckle. He, he he's he's throwing. He's just you know throwing that at us. So we do do that. Yeah, we do it, say that. You know what? And I fucking love it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking scared of Australia. I'm, I'm, gonna sh- I'm gonna show Dane. This is all plants, my friend. <laughs> you guys, no, yeah, he's flexing. <laughs> he's fucking juicing. He's got the kale juice going. I think he is juicing. He's got the kale him. juice going. He's got fucking I see. He's got Capri Sun. He's got all that shit. He's going for the fucking real juice. He's, he's not going for the fucking juice. sugar water. He's fucking ass. <laughs> I was telling how much I hated Johnny because he's fucking perfect. Um. <laughs> no, I love you, Johnny. <laughs> so uh, thanks, Dane. It's always uh, it's always good to hear from you, man. I hope things are going well uh, for you guys. Stay safe down there. Uh, let's see. Patsy says I do enjoy s'mores, and he says up to ninety six hours now. So I think I think it's no no longer seventy two hour blackout. It's a ninety six hour blackout. All right, maybe take a week off. I right, get your earn time ready. It'd be like a <laughs> get it ready. 
Yeah, it's to be like the Hanukkah of debauchery. Jesus. That could be a name, Johnny. Can we can we How many people can we offend in one weekend? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> It'd be eight crazy nights, right? That bad? <sighs> all right, let's all right, move so on. We'll, let's, right. let's keep working all on it. Right. Let's move on. Uh next we're gonna hear from uh it's someone someone you hung out with recently when you went to go see uh um, the um, Jane Silent Bob Roadshow, Dr. Chris. Oh, snip. Hey, guys, this is Dr. Chris from the Radio of Horror Show. Happy 400th episode in this time of crazy pandemic epidemic nuttiness. Thank you for everything that you do for the podcasting community. You guys give me a lot of insp- inspiration. Thanks to Jesse for coming on Radio Horror a few years ago with uh, with Mars and, of course, Michael Ravenshadow. You've been on the Dead TV podcast with me and Mr. Zeneca. It's always been great having you on as a guest as well. Thank you. Some of the best things that you guys do is when you guys uh, cover the, uh, the most obscure, craziest movies ever. Um, it's always fun to hear your insights into some of the nuttiness that we sit through and watch for film and cinema. Uh Gives me a lot of thoughts of uh, stuff that I need to want to watch and hunt down <laughs> myself, uh, which is one of the biggest reasons I turned into your podcast. <laughs> but also the camaraderie between all of you guys. I'm also look- really looking forward to once we get through this to uh, filming with you guys for me and Michael Neal's uh, short little trailer film, The Slap of Dracula, which will be really cool. Um, that will be filmed at your yeah. studio, Michael, uh, when uh, we get through this crisis. Happy 400th episode to everyone there. Thank you, guys. Awesome. We got a little cut off at the end there, but uh, thank you, Dr. Chris. And, yeah, like uh, looking forward to that. He had uh, pitched an idea to to, to us, and uh, I think we're going to do a little short thing. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Dr. Chris has been doing it for a long-ass time. He's been doing terrestrial radio, and now he's into the podcast biz, and he's uh, doing well for himself. Yeah. So, so good. And definitely that. That uh, night at the Jane Silent Bob show was a crazy adventure in Boston, uh, spur of the moment uh, event. It was it was it was fucking pretty wild. It was yeah, good. from you telling us about it, it sounded it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, uh, Rocky says uh, Raven Shanika, uh, eight crazy nights and no memories. <laughs> Thank you, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky's always got your back. <laughs> Someone call Mar- I love Rocky so much. I want to. Oh, he's gonna come. He's yeah, Rocky's gonna come. He's gonna come several times. Oh, oh boy! No. All right. Uh, next, let's hear from. Uh, That's not weird. Yeah, it, it's, it's just listen to the latest episode of Force and Sense. you know, I don't want to hear any anything more about Rocky's uh, ding dong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't think there's anything I can say. You hang with Rocky. Like, I, I mean, not the show. I've heard the. <laughs> I've heard the. The give me the, the palpy sex talk or the palpy <laughs> sex you do. You know, the first four hours I heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from another longtime listener. I always love hearing from this dude. Let's hear from Riku. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio. It's Riku. So I thought I would just um, give you guys a call because it's your 400th episode. Hooray! I'm very glad that you guys are still doing it, still recording, uh, despite the global pandemic that we are facing. Uh, big ups to Aries and MZ for uh, continuing to weather the virus storms, as I like to think of it. But yeah, just keep being safe out there, guys, and happy 400. Oh, 
uh, I watched The Color Out of Space. I really, really, really liked it. I thought it was a great movie. Just kick ass. Anyway, have a good show. Bye. Awesome, Riku. Always love hearing from that dude, and glad you dug uh, Color Out of Space. Seems like a lot of people have been loving it, so... That is fucking awesome. Thank you, Riku, and uh, thank you for uh, all the support and for sticking around for so long. We appreciate it. Speaking of Rocky. Oh, snip. <laughs> snip? <laughs> are, you, are you trying to start something new? He's Johnny, it's, I'm, I know, I'm a new. fucking asshole yeah. trying to imitate, right? But no, it's I'm trying to like do something different sometimes. Old school, old snip. Why, why don't you be the innovator of silence? I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Rocky, uh, I think this is Rocky. <laughs> Let's hear. Yo, happy 400 trick or treat radio. But before you go, there's something you should know. <laughs> when it comes to this show, only one motherfucker got flow. the greatest moment of your life i love rock so much <laughs> holy fucking shit Gary hates that dude. i i would say that would be a new ringtone but you have no fucking clue how to make that your ringtone i asked why did he marry come over it's terrible have have we ever made that connection for that song i don't think so holy shit how have we gone 400 episodes and never done that I didn't see that it, coming. It it must have because I, I, I that didn't seem new to me. I don't remember, but holy shit, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Ray Shadow, first time Mike <laughs> says I'm fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> Raven Shadow is is going to. I know you. I, you are gonna <laughs> fucking rewind that at least thirteen times tonight. Top thirteen songs of the night, <laughs> one through thirteen. Bobaleo. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he's coming to the fucking camp out. He's, <laughs> he's playing live at the camp. He's gonna play that song. Oh, don't fucking tell me he'll be fucking I'll set up a fucking studio in the shed to be fucking out of 
Holy shit, that was fucking awesome, I, Rocky. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that was great. Okay. Shit, I gotta catch my breath. Alright, let's let's uh go on to the next one. And uh this is from this guy, as we've said, uh he he, he came to us from Derek Rook. But uh he has been like six degrees of trick or treat radio over the last few years. And uh you know, I know, I know. Uh, he's got a lot going on down in uh, in uh, in the FL in Florida. But uh, our good buddy, it's oh. always awesome to hear from Slagoth. Don't fucking hey, tell what's me. What's up, Treat Radio? Just want to give a shout out on your 400th episode. Love and light with just a sprinkle of darkness. We got to hang in there. You got to keep it together. Love you guys. Stay, stay safe. Stay well. Keep it going. Awesome. Even, even a, tw- a twenty-two second voice message from that dude makes me smile. Everything that dude does fucking makes me smile. I, I love him so much. He's coming to fucking. <laughs> He's coming to the blackout. <laughs> He's coming a week early. What's <laughs> your earn time request? Let's find a date. When, yeah. when, like two months from the cure, and then we'll all get fucked up. <laughs> he loves fire pits. I love that dude so much. He can, he can uh, if you get a pool, maybe he can clean your pool for you. I got a bathtub. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, so thank you, Slagoth. Awesome to hear from you, buddy. I hope everything's good. I hope you and your family are safe, my friend. Okay. Uh, I don't know who this is from. There's no. It's anonymous. So let's go ahead and uh, let's see who it's from. What's up, Chuck or Treat Radio? Creepy girl here. Oh, good to go. Nice. Uh, 400 episodes. Amazing. Can't believe it. 400 is a lot. And I have to say, you are the only podcast I listen to faithfully. I do listen to a few others, but not yeah. like I listen to you guys. Um, I have to say I miss Dynamo a little bit. I really do. But I still love all you guys. Uh, especially MZ, just saying. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Congrats on that. Uh, quarantine really sucks for me because, of course, I'm a bartender. Yeah. So the two jobs I had uh, are no more because, you know, they're shut down. So no income for me. And I'm trying to sell my dang house. And, of course, uh, delay, delay, delay. Uh, they moved the closing up four times already. So Monday is supposed to be my closing. And I'm just praying, hoping everything goes through because they say our value of our houses is going to drop 25% after this bull crappity ends. And, uh, you know, that wouldn't be good. If this sale goes through Monday, I'm in a great place because now will be a great time for me to buy a house and I have a place to chill till I find one. Yeah. So that'll be good. I mean, other than that, I've been eating way too much. Just hanging out with my pets. Um, and, uh, trying to watch, stuff uh started the tiger king only on episode three everyone says it's crazy good so far it's pretty crazy um i guess i haven't gotten to the real good part yet i'm hoping and uh i saw a really good movie i see you uh if you haven't seen that i think helen hunt's in it i hope i got that right but that's a real good twisted uh uh crime kind of movie where kids get go missing and it has like three or four twists in it that really kind of blow your mind 
uh, was really hard to figure out. So that's a good one to watch. Um, the other stuff I watched is probably just so-so, but eh, I'm just chilling, packing, eating, and hanging with my pets. That's about it. I hope you guys are all well, safe. I hope all the listeners are well and safe. Corny and First Time Mike and all the others, my sexy Kexy. I hope everybody's safe and nobody's mm-hmm. sick and nobody's coughing and everybody's staying isolated and that we all get through this and we don't lose our houses and everything else. And uh, congrats on 400. Love you guys to the moon and back more than Cheetos. <laughs> wow. More than Cheetos. Uh, yo, Creeper Girl's definitely coming to the fucking camp out. <laughs> Well, thank you, Creepy Girl. It's uh, always a pleasure to hear from you. I'm sure MZ is a little sad uh, that he wasn't here to hear it live, but uh, hopefully everything goes well. Man, that's that must be a scary place to be with uh, the house stuff. So hopefully everything works out and it goes through on Monday. So you stay safe too. All right, we got uh, two quick ones here, and then we got a few more left. So uh, let's hit this quick one here. Uh, this is from our boy... We met at Rock and Chalk this past year, Tim Chuma from Australia, all the way from fucking Australia. And Tim had mentioned earlier that he found us, um, he heard our promo on uh, on Silver and Gold and also on Cult of Muscle way back in the day. So uh, Tim's been listening since, I think he said 2013 or 14, something like that. So uh, awesome. Glad to have you aboard for the whole time, Tim. And uh, let's hear from him. Bombaleo. Yeah, hello, it's Tim again from Melbourne, uh, Australia. I just found out I've got a Rode microphone that with my camera I never ever use. Um, it, we're not in lockdown here, but I've got a heap of DVDs to watch, and so I'll go through them. And there's no late fees on the library, so it should be right. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, Tim. <laughs> we got another one from Tim, so let's uh, check this out. Bombalil. Uh <laughs> Happy 400th episode, Trick or Treat Radio. Um, Tim here again. I'm just out in the back blocks of going for a walk because there's no cars here and I don't want to do this stuff at home because Corey will come in and say, are you looking at porn? Are you looking at porn? <laughs> yeah, every time. It comes in every hour or so, ask me to look at porn. If I look at porn, I wouldn't have the door open and pulling myself. Jeez. Um, yeah, have a good day. Thanks. <laughs> You look at a porn. You look at a porn. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, love that dude. Uh, thanks, Tim. It was awesome meeting you at the Rock and Chalk as well. And you stay safe. Um, so, um, first time Mike uh, reminded us that Reverend Scott did a version of uh, Bombaleo uh, on episode two fifty. So yes, it was a thing, and we just totally fucking forgot. <laughs> Uh, I did not forget because I said that sounded very familiar yeah, to me. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Aries, Aries is right. So, uh, I the all these episodes just kind of fucking blur together. It's crazy. So, but yeah, I don't. I I I'll have to go back and listen to that because I I I'm sure it was it was awesome. I did love uh, Rocky's version as well. Also very funny stuff. So never we need we need to get both of them and like make a mashup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back to back. Raven Shadow will will go nuts. Oh man! So uh, he walked out again. 
Yes. I was going to play something for Marion, too. Apparently, you, you're, you're thinking about working tomorrow. I you, you said you had tomorrow off. I did. He originally did. The hell. Yeah, oh. no, I have to go to work. Raven Shadow. Okay, uh, this is from uh, someone you know very well. Let's just say that. Happy 400th episode to you guys at Trick or Treat Radio, uh, podcasting in the time of Corona. <laughs> um, I truly hope you are all well. Um, I mean that. I'm doing okay, except I have allergies and I'm a hypochondriac. So, you know, uh, yeah, trying not to freak out. But um, I decided to serenade you guys um for your big milestone uh, episode um i i hope it's okay <laughs> all right here it is is this corona is this just allergies <laughs> caught in a landslide of pollen fallen from the trees <laughs> open your eyes Look up to the skies and sneeze. <laughs> I'm out of tissues, need antihistamines because my stopped up nose cannot blow. Fever's high, then it's low. Any way the wind blows, it's always full of pollen to me. To me. You got to join in, Raven Shadow? Come on. Do a duo with your yeah. lady. I don't sing. <laughs> I know. I don't know the word. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty fucking good, though. Yeah. I, 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 that must be a, a tough place to be for a hypochondriac and someone who's got seasonal allergies to thing be where I'm constantly like, fucking petrified, right? My dad told me I was a hypochondriac, and I'm like, how can I be a hypochondriac when I'm sick all the time? You know I mean? <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, we're down to one more. Shit. If you can believe that. The look. You're getting a look? Yeah, yeah we're. we're <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. This is like old days, the old days right here. Oh. I forget that we used to do this on on the regular, like 12, 12 30, right? Yeah. And then I drove fucking a half an hour home, motherfucker, so see how you guys like it. <laughs> All right, so last one. This is an international voice message. Don't tell me. Tell you? Tell me. Well, Mars had commented earlier about one of the, his favorite segments ever, Flash Facts. Finish Don't tell me. Flash Facts. If it's fucking best, I'm taking my pants off. We're going to finish with a Finnish dude. How about you, What do you say about that? Oh, who's this? He fucking finishes first. <laughs> you got to move the table <laughs> so we can, we can keep count. All right, let's hear from uh, Vessa. I love it. Hello, Trick or Treat Radio. It's quite an amazing achievement that you've been able to make the show for 400 weeks in a row. And I'm happy that I've been able to be some kind of a small part of it along the way. Big part, my friend. And I hope you guys keep going strong for a long time still because your show is my favorite out there. So it's really great job you guys been doing over there. So thank you for that. I also wanted to 
leave a bit of my mind about the signing movies. I just had a bit of a double feature last weekend. Uh, I got the signing on 4K disc, which looks amazing, and Doctor Sleep on Blu-ray, because it has the director's cut. It's also on the 4K set, nice. but not in 4K, so I think it's quite pointless to get that one. <laughs> but yeah, I've always liked the signing as well. Many other Stanley Kubrick films. Yeah. He's an amazing director. But I must say that now I've seen Doctor Sleep with it. I love it even more. Uh, I, I love the way how Doctor Sleep expands on the universe of the Shining and ma- makes it a lot more interesting for me. And uh, I must say that I've been quite obsessed with them ever since seeing them last weekend and I will I will definitely be revisiting them a lot in the future and I think it's quite an amazing job they did with Doctor Sleep because it's a very rare uh, thing to see a really proper sequel for a classic film like that and and the way how they even made the original feel better after that is quite an achievement in my opinion so great job <laughs> um, Mike Flanagan was it who also did yep. um, uh, Haunting of Hill House which uh, actually was something that I, I, I got Haunting of Hill House wipes during wipes 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 I don't know Seems like I'm saying it wrong, but <laughs> uh, not ass wipes, just the feeling wipes. Um, well, I like that. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, where, where was I going with this? Um, yeah, I, I got a, a bit of a, a haunting of Hill House feeling when I, w- I was watching Doctor Sleep. And um, that was understandable afterwards when I found out that it was made by the same director. But yeah, that's enough of us wiping for now. So <laughs> see you guys next time. Bye. All right, Vesa. Thank you, man. I'm glad you dug it. Uh, it definitely adds uh, something to it. I, I, you know, I've heard some uh, people that didn't love it. I've heard some people that do. And, uh, you know, I think for the most part, we all really enjoyed it. So glad you did as well. And uh, thank you for the for the uh, the kind words. And uh, it's always uh, it's always really kind of like it's 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 crazy because um you know we we we've talked about some of these people that we've met over the years and we've had a lot of them on the show tonight but uh you know it's just it really kind of drives it home that this is a a global sort of thing when we have someone from finland calling in and that really likes listening to the show and and we would consider a friend now you know because uh that i don't know it's just it's just something that really hits home you know Oh, Vess is coming to the fucking pod. Vess <laughs> is coming, huh? He would love paint night, okay? He would like board game night, and then we'll do an Easter egg hunt. Oh, Doesn't my matter God. What Easter yeah. egg hunt. It could be a... We'll have a hunt. We'll have some kind of hunt. Not like surviving the game type hunt, but we'll have some like, kind of... Like Helen hunt? Yeah, we'll have <laughs> Helen hunt. I'm pretty sure we could probably get Helen hunt um, at this point. <laughs> so, Vess is coming over. 
<laughs> so yeah, I just just wanted to say that it's it's just really it's it's cool. Like it, it adds some perspective, and it's always really awesome to hear from from other people from other parts of the world. We got we you know we had Dane, we had Tim calling in, and uh, you know also Finland. Uh, we got Vesa over there, and uh, I I wish our friend from Russia called in, <laughs> but uh, we haven't heard from uh, Kostroma, Russia, in a while. But uh, I imagine. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried what's going on. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's always it's always awesome to hear from from you folks. So uh, thanks, Vesa. And we actually just got a voice message just now. So this is a quick one, though. So uh, let me go ahead and uh, play this one. It's from uh, VKM. I can only assume it's from Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So let's check it out. Well, goddamn, pal, 400 episodes, huh? <laughs> That's nearly as many as Rod Smackdown. <laughs> no, it isn't. Anyways, <laughs> God, I'm funny. Anyways, uh, Raven Shadow, you owe us a couple of bucks for that uh, intellectual property with the X-Pac thing. You may need to get a shave in and maybe not use that theme ever again. But I digress. I wish you guys all the best. And, uh, well, here's to hoping we have WrestleMania. If not, I'll still be counting cash. Talk to you later. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's good shit, pal. That's good shit. <laughs> oh, pal, I can't even take it, pal. That made you night, didn't it, Raven Shadow? Here from Vince. Uh, um, you know what? I'm calling in tomorrow. Fuck it. I'm <laughs> calling in. I'm going to like 11 o'clock noon, wrecked my hair, fucked up my nose, bleeding. I don't give a fuck. Who are you fooling? Your hair's never fucked up. You're coming in. 24-7. Thank you for saying that, Aries. That you're combing it 24-7? No, that's never fucked up. Because you're combing it 24-7. Yeah, that's true. I think you do it in your sleep. Thank you, pal. All right, I think we finally made it, guys. Yes. Ah. Uh. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey there, Trick or Treat Radio. This is Reverend Scott. So, as you might have noticed... Holy shit people are getting a little stir crazy after all this isolation and things have taken a turn for the worst it's getting pretty bad i guess you guys planned for this podcasting via social distancing thing a little ahead of the curve didn't you good planning but i wasn't about to let all this bullshit stop me from sending you a little message giving you a congrats on 400 episodes that's fucking nuts Seems like just yesterday I was celebrating episode 100 with you jokers. And here's to 400 more if we, you know, still have a civilization left in a few years. Jesus! I better get fucking going. Peace and love, guys. Now, back to our show. That was weird. <laughs> no, that was awesome. Uh, it's, it's never a milestone episode without Reverend Scott, right? Did that just put the cherry on top for you, Raven Shadow? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Wow, <laughs> you I'm, getting verklempt? I'm talking about it. <laughs> this was like this was like this is your life, Trick or Treat Radio. Like we had people from all over the fucking like the past, you know, seven plus years. This is really good. Once again, it sucks that we're fucking. This could be the last. Everything? Nah, it's, uh, it's not. We'll get blasting. through this. Yeah, we'll get through this. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we got a really good track record so far. Um, but no, <laughs> I haven't was, missed one yet. It's, no, we haven't. We haven't. But the world's got the world's being an asshole. 
I'm going to kick the world's ass, so we're going to be here next week. I, I would bet on Aries versus... I will, too. A- a- world, smart I, money's on Aries. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a betting man, but I would bet on Aries. Because he fought a bar and could probably fight the world after that. But, uh, no, this is very nice. Uh, Steven Scarlatta, Bill fucking by force. Monster Zero was connected to us i guess um <laughs> yeah kind of he was like half there tonight a great connection um but no uh it was awesome this was awesome yeah it, it was i mean it, and we i had hoped that we could uh kind of make people forget about the real world for a little while but i think i think honestly i think you guys did that for us like you know i yeah. have I, this Four plus hours, fucking blast! I, I loved every single minute of it, and you know we didn't talk about a movie, but we had some amazing fucking conversation having Bill on. I love what he's doing with his projects and oh. Steven Scarlatta. Like, holy shit, we could have talked to that dude for four fucking hours about all these fucking lost movies, right? Seriously, like, why he should move? He he's coming to the. Fucking he should cookout. move. <laughs> he's coming, yeah. So it's a cook, he's coming. it's a cook it's a cookout now. It's all so many things, but he would love paint night. He would love board game night. Paint night. We're going to have a Lego night. We're going to have a little build. Well, you have a a lost movie night. Lost movie night. Yeah, there you go. All right, so it's seven days. All right, here's the move. Seven days? No, no. Can we just fucking end this show? Yeah, Aries has you guys got to work. I got to work too, but I, I just I got to drive home. Yeah, I just got to roll over, get out of bed, and yeah, come into terrible. the studio. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm not even supposed to be out. I got to fucking dodge all these martial law out there. That's true. Uh, Raven Shadow, yeah. Aries endangered himself to come to the studio tonight. Because we're Corona Bros. Yeah, high five. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't even come close. You're, you're too close as it is. No, 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 no. Uh, Demolition Man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Of all the areas that I find. Actually, you know what? We're fucking living in Demolition Man. No yeah. toilet paper. Yeah. And you can't touch. <laughs> and I really want to right now. All right, we'll get to end the shit. Everyone's got to go home. I, I've literally had to pee for about three hours, so... <laughs> Do the wolfie sacrificing for the show. I need a bedpan. He's all set. Yeah, I was. I didn't want to leave during any of the voice messages. They were all so good. Uh, so, unlike you, Raven Shadow, I didn't want to get out of my seat. I had a dog that was barking. I was trying to do it for the show. <laughs> all right, so everyone, uh, make your plans to head to Raven Shadows for the seventy-two-hour uh, blackout. Oh. <laughs> Once the cure happened, we'll we'll set. Yeah, we'll set once a, the cure, two months after day. that. Oh yeah, we're gonna. Well, I'm just gonna be like, I'm putting like tops down in the yard, and we call it slay on it. Tops, tarps. Oh, oh tarps. Okay. All right. Uh, MZ says goodbye already. <laughs> Let's go around the room and say goodbye, Aries. All right. Goodbye. Remember, wash your hands, wash your buttholes. <laughs> that that one's gonna stick. All right, Raven Shadow. <laughs> I die with your mask on. <laughs> All right, I, I seriously, I can't, I can't say enough uh, of uh, what this, what this means to, uh, to all of us, and especially to myself. 
um, you know, 400 episodes in, and, you know, like, I know we don't pat ourselves on the back. We don't do the Barry Horowitz. Uh, we did a little bit when Mars, uh, called in, but we, 400 consecutive weeks, we have yet to miss an episode. I, that's probably the thing I'm most proud of, honestly, for all the things that we've done, like, I don't know, like uh, this, this show doesn't even matter. You know, it's, it's whatever it's, it's, it's a fun thing that we do uh, we get to hang out. And now that I'm down here, like it's, it's even like more important to me because I get to hang out with you guys still, you know, so that's cool. But like, other than that, like we haven't missed a fucking episode. Like that's, we haven't had even had to do like a shit episode that was like some like lost episode or anything like that. We've put out a new episode every fucking week for 400 weeks. And uh, I think that's fucking awesome. So I think, you know, that's that's the last I'm going to say of it. I don't want I don't want any, any more out accolades like it is what it is. And, and I think it's pretty cool. Um, but we I you know, I can't appreciate uh, I appreciate everyone um, calling in. And we had uh, let's see when all was said and done. We had uh, 28 voice messages or 29. I'm sorry. 29. So uh, that's incredible. And, uh, it, 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 obviously I know not everyone can listen every week. Not everyone can tune into the live show. I understand. But, uh, you know, for, for something like this, you guys came out in force and that, that, that means the world to me. So I, I appreciate it. And, uh, so yeah, so 400 episodes, how many more? I don't fucking know, but <laughs> probably not another 400. I don't know about that, but, uh, you know, I, I just want everyone to take Aries advice, wash your hands, wash your butthole, wash your b-hole, if you will. and uh everyone stay safe out there because uh you know shit's probably gonna get worse before it gets better so just uh take care of yourselves don't be dumb stay inside if you can and uh and uh just everyone be safe i want you guys here for every other week after this that we're doing this so uh just be good to each other and uh take care of yourselves and uh we will see you guys for 401 next week oh by the way we're doing guns akimbo next week that's the film we're doing guns akimbo Check it out. It uh, dropped on Amazon. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. I came here for one thing and one thing only. It's been one week since you looked at me. No love for the bare naked ladies? You guys are terrible. <laughs>